This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast, featuring Cold Eastwood and Mag, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the Xbox Newscast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the XC Podcast. I'm Colt Eastwood, and over here, it's Mag. Welcome to episode yes. 127. We're so glad to have 127. you here. Can you believe that, Mag? It is, yeah, you know what? I started when I started in the channel. It was like a, I think it was like high eighties or early nineties. So it's already been, geez, got to be about 35, 40 episodes that we've been together doing this. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Time just flies, been man. That many? Yeah, yeah, it has been. It has. I know been. I had you on like it's three or four times year. before. Um, yep. Yeah. Oh no, it's been crazy. Yeah, you, you, it must be because uh, I think I brought you on in like March. Holy crap, yeah. Mag! It was it was February actually. Was it February? Yeah. Yeah, I, it was I February. Gaz yeah. was was leaving his uh, it was quitting his job, and now uh, yeah, it's crazy. How are you guys? Yeah, doing? well, How I mean, what are you doing tonight? Say hi to Mag. Hi, everybody. Yeah, no, no. Like Gaz had to leave because he had to start selling the furniture in his house for his coke habit. Yeah. So you know now now he's living God knows where um, in a ditch somewhere, but it's fine. It's fine. Uh, I mean, he still has a phone, so he's able to do his shows on Saturday. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we'll start a GoFundMe for him. Uh, so, you know, he could continue his, uh, cocaine habit and, uh, you know, just to keep doing what he's doing. But anyways, yeah. we're having a great time. We're, we're doing great over here. We're having fun chat. You guys are already, uh, oh, Colt, I can't hear you. That's, yeah, that's, got, that's not good. I've got my mic at the, uh, highest it can go right now. I don't know why it's, uh. You should be able to hear me okay. Like, Mag, say something again. I'm looking over at the... I'll say something again. How about so that? So, Mag, is everybody... about, you're about 10 decibels higher than me. Um, so, I'm going to bring yep. Mag down just a little bit because there was one fix I could do. I got a whole new TV, and with the new TV means my audio sources all got changed. So, I reset up ah. everything. So, um, I talk again, Mag? Yes. Well, I'm talking again. Actually, while I'm talking, can there you we hear go. me everything good? All right, we're uh, good? Yeah, I'm bringing you down just a, a little bit more. There we go. Now no you guys should be able problem. to turn your phones back up, and that should be good enough. Uh, I can't do anything more than that, but let's do the show. Mag, let's stop worrying about Pico the mics. Oh, no, we're going to worry about it. Pico Trek, Mag has the best mic in the business, if you must know. He's like, Mag needs a new mic. No, I don't. You need a new attitude, sir. <laughs> Anyhow, let me tell you something. I got two things I want to say uh, for, uh, right off the bat before we even get started. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say that uh, I was going to say uh, thank you to Team Pizza for finding me the deal on what you're seeing behind me. This beauty over here is my new Dragon's Lair cabinet, which just came today. So I just got that in there. So now I've got uh, I've got a whole new line of cabinets here. Let me check them out. All Dang. the way down to the end there, and then I'm going to start on the are they heavy? Uh, in the new year. 
They're very heavy. Uh, I'm going to start on the opposite wall. I'm, the, the TV that's behind me is going to move out of there, and then I'm going to I'm going to install that on the other side of the wall, and I'm going to start snaking cabinets around the other side of the of the of the room. Uh, it's going to be awesome. So I'm going to keep growing that. So I wanted to thank Team Pizza for that. Also, and I was going to say it because I wasn't going to miss it. Emperor Hound, Emperor Chris, I know you're in the chat there. Happy birthday from Colt and I, and from everybody in the chat. We're hoping you're having a uh, you're having a wonderful weekend. You had a wonderful weekend. Everything is great. Happy birthday to you emperor chris i told you i'd shout you out turn it up with teddy let me tell you something he goes meg is louder than most canadians that is absolute nonsense because when lumberjacks are up on the tree yeah well when when a lumberjack's up in the tree cutting trees down they got to scream for a beer they're pretty they're calling pretty loud okay so you know that's how it goes anyways Cole, i, I love you that you remembered his birthday um and that was like two or three days ago when he tweeted to us and you said i'm gonna give you a shout out and you held true to your word uh, this community is amazing. We couldn't do it without Mag. Mag makes uh, everybody smile just a little bit more. And uh, for some of you, well, grit your teeth well, a little bit more when, when he calls you out on your nonsense. But we love well, it. Well, yeah, not all of them. Not all of them love me. But that's fine. I prefer it that way. I like it nice and, I like it nice, nice and salty. My soup. I like to eat it with salty crackers. And those salty crackers come from the salty tears of people that don't like me. So it makes it even better. But anyways, cold. What have you been playing this week? How you doing? What's going on? And what do we have in, in store for tonight's show? Please. I, I don't know why when you said salty tears, you made me think of the oyster crackers my mom used to put in the clam chowder she'd make. And my mom's a great cook, but clam chowder ain't her thing. And it's basically like a milk soup with chewy bits of clam from the can. And uh, not, not, well not, not a good way to spend your, your winter, but you, you just load it up with those oyster crackers. You're like... But yeah, salt, salty in, gaming love indeed. That. Love that. Love it. I, I love people that are, that are upset at this time. You know, they're like, it's winter time and the game suck and everything sucks and Mag sucks and blah, 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 blah. And Colt with the liar. And I'm going to put up pictures of him with Pinocchio noses and all this other. <laughs> Every time, right? And I'm going to screenshot something he said from 1996 and then from his yearbook when he was in high school. And then I'm going to bring it back. Yeah, you know, it's just, just, just shut up. Yeah. Anyways, Colt, tell the people how you've been playing and what you've been playing this week. Yeah, that's what you asked me. Yeah, you asked me what I've been playing. So that, that's been kind of weird. I've been bouncing around on stuff because uh, I haven't quite settled into, like, my comfortable game because I'm waiting for Avatar because I just feel like Avatar, I'm going to be able to lay back on the couch and just, I don't know, take out the RDA. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. But I've been playing Mass Effect, and today I loaded up gears five and played horde mode i reinstalled the game and my gosh does that game look fantastic we're gonna get into that later on because there's a little bit of gears whispers going on we'll talk about that later in the show but yeah i've just been playing around on starfield mass effect and a little bit of gears so kind of the sci-fi thing what about you interesting very interesting choices of games um i actually okay i got i got i got a little story to tell you so i i got, I got the platinum on spider-man 2 I, i'm done with it and i can tell you this Okay? For anybody who ever says whatever they want to say about me, listen close. Oh, boy. I am not looking forward to Spider-Man 3. And not for the reasons that people are going to think or whatever. Like, oh, it's because of this, that, and the other because the way the story went. No. I just didn't find this game exciting. It just didn't do it for me. Mm -hmm. And I was really looking forward to it. And yeah, okay, the story didn't help. The story didn't help. It wasn't. And the politics, we talked about that last week. We're not going to talk about that again. However... It's just, I think it was just a gumbo of all those different things mixed into one that when I was done, I was just like, okay, you know what? I'm almost done like all the districts. I'm just going to just 
begrudgingly go through it, get that platinum, get it out of the way, and just move on with my life. And as soon as I was done, I put the disc back because it was a, it was a, um, I, I had the physical disc, uh, right? So I put the disc back in the box. I put it at the front door of the house. And the first thing I did today when it opened, I went to GameStop and I traded it in. I got rid of it. My son got the platinum. Yeah. I got the platinum. And you know what though? I got fifty-five dollars for it for traded. What? So I trade. Yeah, man. $55 I got for it. So I traded it. In, now, mind you, it's not American. So let's not. Yeah, yeah. How much so How much is it brand new in Canadian? 80? 89, 89, 89. Wow, that's a really good trade in for a mid game. I'm yep. just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so I traded in that. Sorry. Okay. I, I was, go ahead. Were you gonna say no, that? I just want I wanted to piggyback and say when we're just talking about the gameplay, I know what you mean. Like the, the wingsuit thing was cool, but then I was like, I did this for years and in uh just cause and i just didn't feel like it lended enough excitement i i i don't know i i kind of feel the way you, you know do. what it's a good game though New, it's good listen like like i said technically it's a very sound game uh, oh, i mean yes, i spent absolutely. enough time in it to get the platinum obviously i enjoyed the combat but you know what Newf nukem shout out to him he's in the chat right now he just said i don't want to swing around new york again and i i'm i'm there too so I know people are like, oh, you know, there's going to be, I'm not going to get into spoilers, obviously. I, I'll keep that, you know, I'll be respectable um, until, you know, a, a certain amount of time passes, then we can talk about it. But it's just I'm not looking forward to a third to. one. Yeah, right? And then yeah. I don't want I'm not looking forward to a third one. I don't want a spinoff. I'm not interested. I'm just not interested. I'm just like, you know what? I've had my fill. I'm done. I don't want to go back to it. And I was, like I said, I was really looking forward to Spider-Man 2. And I'm just... I am just done with the franchise for now, and I mean maybe maybe forever. Who the hell knows? Maybe it'd be another ten years. But I, for me, I'm done with it. But anyways, I traded it in. I traded it, Tears of the Kingdom, and I traded in. Um, I think it was Ocarina of Time or one. I don't know. One of those. One of those Zelda. Uh, re, uh, it was a remaster or whatever, yeah. right? And I ended up getting for free. I ended up getting um, uh, RoboCop, and uh, because I still had tons of money on there, and I had all the other games. Right, I've already I already just bought uh, Alan Wake Two, which I put in about three hours in. Great game. I'll get into that in a minute. And uh, I got Modern Warfare Three for free. And the guy was the guy was so grateful. He just gave me a steel box. He gave me the steel box and everything. So I'm like, oh, that's From cool. Whatever. From the okay. trade-ins, I got two I got two free games that are brand new right out the box. So I got Modern Warfare Three and I got RoboCop. And I'm like, all right, didn't have to spend a dime. Beautiful. So I did that. And uh, yeah, because Zelda traded in huge too. Because Zeldas do not they do not lose their value. Right when you when it comes to trading, like I mean, my God, you could have a Zelda game or, or even any Nintendo game from ten years ago. They're still full price for crying out loud, right? So, anyways, that being said, uh, I moved on to Alan Wake Two. I'm three hours in, and um, boy, is it ever interesting. I really, I really like the film noir sort of uh, True Detective season one kind of vibe to it, mm -hmm. with a little bit of Resident Evil sprinkled into it. Um, with a little bit of that sort of um, Midnight Mass, if anybody watched that show on Netflix, it's got that sort of Midnight Mass slow burn to it that you're just kind of glued to it just to see what's going to happen. And you're like, it makes you think, right? So when you're like doing those little case studies and you're pulling out photos and putting evidence on the wall and stuff, you're you're thinking about stuff. And I'm like, hey, this is making me think as opposed to have mindless. You, yeah. Have you only played a saga so far? Yes, I've only played okay. a saga so far, the FBI agent, for anybody who didn't know. I that really like that segment in the in the opening couple hours. Yeah, yeah that, that's where I am. So I must be just wrapping up, 
like I'm like I'm, I think I'm on like act two or three or store whatever chapter two or three something like that. So I'm about three hours in, and I'm enjoying the slow burn and I'm enjoying sort of soaking it all in. And I feel like I'm really like I'm like this is the kind of game I could sit here for three, four, five hours, and basically not blink because I'm just completely enveloped into the story. Right. So I could see so far I could see why it's up there for game of the year. Haven't finished it clearly. Yeah. Uh, you know I'll have a better idea when I'm done. But anyways, that's what I'm doing. Long story longer. Uh, I'm having a great time. So, anyways, back to you, Colt. <laughs> it's like you almost play as many games as you do trade them in at GameStop or whatever it was. Where did you say you traded them in? At GameStop. Okay, GameStop. I didn't know you yeah, Canadians yeah, had those up there. Yeah, no, no, we do. It used to be called uh, EB Games. Yeah, right? EB Games. And, yeah, I uh, hear that a EB lot. EB Games, and then yeah, and then EB Games uh, was basically for branding reasons they changed everything to GameStop now. So, I mean, okay. Canada, US is now GameStop everywhere. And I mean, it's the same locations and it's the same people that own it. It's just, they just changed the name and the branding, right? So, right. Yeah. Look at it. Look at your poll, Colt. Did you see the poll? Yeah. Hold on. I, I, I mean, you already bought it, but yeah, 87% said that I should buy Robocop because uh, yeah. I think Avatar will get here and it'll be available in like a week or so. So I'm like, should I, get, should I play Robocop? Cause lately I've been turning on the Xbox and I, spinning my wheels on starfield and stuff like that and playing through mass effect for the 90th time and i'm like i kind of need that new hotness to hold me over and i know the rest yep. of you guys are probably really super busy in the chat and like mag is playing this stuff that's been coming out this past month and um unfortunately just some of the stuff just hasn't done it for me it's been really weird yeah. fair I, enough it just happens sometimes hey you um, know what capono Capono5150 in the chat, he says, Mag likes the game that holds his hand. You know what? I got somewhere you can put your hands. Carry on, Colt. Alan, and Alan Wake does not hold your hand. Like, you have to be paying attention. I want to give a shout-out to our channel sponsor, Pushing Polygons. I've been talking to him. He's been putting out content. Check out his channel. He covers retro games. He covers current games. He covers hardware, custom consoles, and a bunch of other stuff. And he's uh, we've been working on his channel and he's been having a pretty good time big smile on his face while he creates content which is super super important we've got a lot to talk about today we're going to talk about the game of the year awards uh which will debut the day after next week's show but there's been some news that came up from jeff Keeley, which we're going to cover and we're also going to talk about uh let's see i'll take a look we're going to talk about what Xbox has to reveal possibly at the Game Awards, um, which will be like, oh, boycott the Game Awards, but I want to see them reveal something. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, some other games that are coming, superhero games. And then we'll dive at the very end a little bit about this Xbox tax, which we talked about last week, but it's really yep. heated up lately. Uh, we're going to cover it in a different way. Uh, that'll be a surprise sure. for Meg. Uh, I'll just We'll just spring that on him. Before I do that, I want to give a shout out to the Channel members and Patreons and veterans, everybody gets in the show. Thank you for being here. And uh, without these people, it would be very difficult to run a podcast and and keep the studio lights on. Thanks, uh, KY Bob, Assassin Lupa, Jazzy Newt Box, Ricky Fallon, Hargeet Johnny, Jason Lewan, Lord Sinner, William Riggs, Farscape, Matt Houston, Zimic, Happy Bomb, Dextron, Matt Burns, William Lanzik, Donnie Gazada, Robert Jackson, Dante Moody, Betamax, Dark CMF, Septic Sauce, Center White, Devario 2 Gaming, V Simcoe, Assassin, Poochie Dub, Raiden Blade, Cute Perspective, Risk it for the biscuit. True seventy seven. Micah four. Red source. Tattoo deer. Twelve. Pen pineapple pen. Trail Robert. Star Sanji. He changed his name again. I'll have to update that. Son of a gun. That guy. Meat puppet. 07, Red wolf. Alan Daltrey. Gamer by choice. Judge J Golan. Ripping. Highlander zero zero one. Techno caveman. Fire seventy one. We're coming around the bend. That blue number. Kung fu hot dog. Uncle Chowder. Shooter twenty eight fifty three. Text made. 
BMAC, Kliptos, B Martin 001, who's got a super we're going to read in a second. Sith Lord, our good friend, good old Collingwood, Lawrence Davenport, Dead Time, KJ Wars, Dusty Patterson, Dark Wave Mortem, Lord Starkiller. Thank you so much for being here, you guys. I really appreciate it. Um, it's important I read those names. You guys have really been there for a long time. Um, <clears throat> I forgot I was going to say something while I was reading the names, but um, yeah, uh, I've been playing games with a lot of these people. What I was going to say is I've moved the XNC Club to the Discord channel, and I'll be sending out invites to that. Just get on there, just share screenshots, talk about what you've been playing, make fun of uh, me, talk about Randall Thor, you know, whatever you want to do. It's a great place to hang out. Yeah, absolutely. Talos Ray, if you're having trouble finding Robocop, listen, man, all I want you to do is to go to store, commit a crime, do something, and then Robocop will just show up. So don't worry about it. He'll be right there. I got to say, Colt, I've been reading <coughs> the chat while you were reading off the channel members and everything else. And my goodness, the the positive vibes from Robocop is just incredible. Like I'm reading all I'm reading this chat, like just flying by here. 530 of you so far. And uh, I'm just like, sitting there going, wow, everybody's like, RoboCop is awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's great. It's great. So I'm like, this is this is something, man. I really look forward to it. Now, of course, I can literally like rhyme off the entire script of the original RoboCop by heart right now if I wanted to. Of course, I won't because it's a lot of foul language. But, uh, yeah. you know, can you fly, Bobby? You know, anyways, I know every line from that damn movie. I've watched it a, my, hundreds of times. So I really look forward to the game because apparently there's a lot of love letters and a lot of Easter eggs thrown in there for, like, super, super hardcore RoboCop fans. So really looking forward to it. Thank you, Chad, yeah. for the uh, the feedback. It's awesome. Cole, yeah, I, I think I'm going to show, buddy. Yeah, I think I'm going to I'll pick it up tonight after we wrap the show. I got to give a shout out to Snowbike Mike in the chat. Such a great guy. I had him on the show. He does such great work in the podcast scene in the community. And um, gosh dang, I don't think I've seen him in L.A. Uh, last year or the year before. But would you get out there so we can hang out next time? Uh, I'd love to see you, bro, and meet you in real life. That would be amazing. I f you know, Meg, I feel like when we get on shows or when we watch people on podcasts every week, you know how you've you feel like you know these people and that maybe they know you yeah. too. You know, I, yeah. we, I really feel that when we, uh, hang you know, out these shows. It's funny when I, when I, I, usually I see, um, uh, like new, usually we get together once or twice a year, right? We mm -hmm. didn't last year. We, we, I missed one of the dates. So we only saw each other once, uh, this year so far. Right. But it's so funny that you get so used to talking to people on the podcast. I know his real name. He knows my real name. He knows my wife's real name, obviously. We have each other's phone numbers, all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. But when we sit down in person, we still call each other Noof and Meg, Because right? <laughs> we're so used to it, right? Like, it would be so strange, like, because we'd be, like, the camaraderie over the years that we've had, either gaming or podcasting or doing whatever. And it's funny that I'd just be, like, sitting there and be like, Noof, you want another beer? And I'm like, oh, my God, that is 100% not his name in the real world. But that's just the way it's going to be. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, uh, one day I'm going to bump into you, Colt, and I'm going to call you Colt. Uh, it would be totally normal. I mean, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but most people have been calling me Colt since, like, 94. So it's it's strange. My wife calls me by my first name or my mom. So, like, at work, when my boss calls me by my first name, I'm like, ugh. But, I mean, I don't. <laughs> it's just kind of weird because especially now I spend more time in party chats and podcasts and hanging out with people um, where they call me Colt than I do in the regular world where people are, Hey right. you, Hey you over there. Yeah. Hey, well, you I mean, get I into mean, that not car. I'm going to call you by your real name, which is obviously Bartholomew the uh, <laughs> third, but, uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, it's it's a, it's it's a lot to it's a lot to spit out. If you know, hey Bartholomew the third, would you like another drink? You know, savvy yeah. people could find easier. my full name. You know, if they if they dug around, and I'm and I often wonder like, what's the harm? Like, Review Review Tech USA, who I've watched for I don't know seven years uses right. his full name on Twitter and I, but then you know people have doxed him or people have sent threats well, you know and you wonder like oh what's the big worry like when do you you know a lot of people that I respect in the community are fine with their first names and uh I don't know I guess it's just one of those things that it's just the persona that we we do when we're on camera let's talk about um <laughs> this is so funny today Jeff Keeley announced the players choice voting awards and it, there was 30 games listed and 13 of them as far as i could count 13 of these games mag are ongoing old games that that didn't come out in 2023 and before i read the what i'll call the real names i'm going to read what i think are the games that don't belong in the player's choice award where it's 100 percent fan voted did you did you key into this today yeah yeah I, no no go ahead okay for the audience tell everybody what's up Okay, so for the audience who may not know, I've got the list here, and the, the games that I'm going to read are the ones that I'm like, why are these in here? Apex Legends, Counter-Strike 2, Destiny 2, Fortnite, Genshin Impact. I should do it in the, in the, in the Jeff Keighley's announcer voice. Yeah. Honkai, <laughs> Star Rail, League of Legends, Minecraft, <laughs> No Man's Sky, uh valorant warframe so yeah about about 10 or 13 I, I i'm not sure about honkai star rail i've never heard of it before honkai star rail sounds like something that meg would accidentally google late at night and, and then delete <laughs> ah, a search history. what i don't delete my searches i'm proud <laughs> i put them on i put them on the wall so people can see it anyways yes i mean we understand why these games are listed in here they're they're ongoing they're continuing to get support and and uh I don't know. It's 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 in the viewing. So let's talk about the games. Let me see if I can send you this list, or or I could send you this list. So you can look at it really quick here. Um, I'm going to send this list to Mag so he can look at it uh, while yeah. we're talking. There he is. Okay, the it, it's the now in your in your true. DM and Twitter. Yep. Gotcha. Um, we'll kind of go through these. I'm going to start with the beginning. You obviously have Alan Wake too. Um, right. No, no dispute right there, right? For no. Player's Choice Award. Uh, Armored Core 6. That was one a lot of people talked about, uh, saying that it was that, that was one that they, a lot of people said that should have been there. But hey, when again, are we talking about for Game of the Year here? Um, you know, specifically, are we talking about like specifically like the, the Player's Choice Award? The Player's Choice that? Award, which I think is the Player's Choice Award game for the year 2023. So I think it's right. essentially the Player's Choice Game of the Year Award by Player's Choice, by the choice of the player. Chat, help me out if you've read more right. into this than I did, but I think um, <laughs> R.L. Stein says it's pronounced Honky Star Rail, and it may be, and uh, I'm I'm one of the best honkies around, So and I can say Wah! that. Yeah, the inconvenient <laughs> truth, non-biased. That is the lo biggest load of crap what? I've ever seen anybody put on. I I'm not even going to read it. Nonsense. Is it nonsense? I'm going to close this poll about this RoboCop. He said, he said, you know what? Fine. I'll give him his I'll give him his 15 seconds of fame. Yeah, he do put, it. Mag is the guy. Mag is the guy who thinks just because he doesn't like a game that means that means that means game isn't a good game. Jesus, I guess English is not your first language. Uh, even thought tons of people love it. 
That's the weird. Though, like, you're the complete opposite of that. What you, the hell are you talking about? I don't care what people <laughs> like. If you like something, go ahead. Hey, you Enjoy. know what? I've always said that. You know what I said on Fonz's show yesterday, Mag? Yeah. By the way, I've got I've got Mag on a monitor over here, so I'll stop interrupting him so I can see his mouth moving. <laughs> so if I look over here, I'm like, okay. Um, I, to I told uh, people on Fonz's show yesterday that Gra I thought Grounded was a better game than God of War Ragnarok, and he's like, cool! But I'm like, no, I mean, for me, it was a better game. But anyway, hey man, love I've what you love. I've always been like that. I'm like, if you love it, God bless. Go ahead. Enjoy, man. <laughs> enjoy whatever you want. I don't care what you play on. <laughs> So speaking like of speaking of a game you've never played, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Speaking of a game you've never played, like did what Arm Armored Core Six? Like, is that going to get it's very many not, votes among thirty? You know, I gotta say, for the, I, I would imagine that the PC community, which is the one who've been very vocal about Armored Core Six, um, they were really, really, really into it. Really big crowds for, for this game. It was a you know it was something else. But uh, hey, I'm, I'm not gonna play it. It's just not my cup of tea. So I'm just like, okay, well, whatever, man. If, if it's great, go for it. I'd be interested yeah. to see how many people get on it. But the thing is, from what my understanding is that that game specifically, if it didn't sell incredibly well, regardless of how many people you know enjoy really enjoyed the game who actually purchased the game, then it's not gonna get it's not gonna gain any ground if if a lot of people didn't purchase it or play it. Right. But yeah. but what I do understand, I'm not saying it's a bad game. Obviously, I've never played it. I can't make that decision. But from the people that I heard have played it, they have 100 percent. Every one of them have said it is They'd definitely it. a game of the year. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. a game of the year contender. However, with a year like this, there are a lot of game of the year contenders that just don't make the cut when it came to the actual official awards, because they just you just can't. It's just one of those years. You know what I mean? Maybe if it came out in 2022, it would have been in the game of the year category. What do you mean by it's one of those years? It's been just because there's too many damn games that are too many good games this year. Yeah, I agree. It's impossible to try. It's impossible to try and rope them all in and squeeze them into one category. You know what I mean? So you know, it, it is what it is. But hey, like I said, that's great. I, I have nothing against it. Carry on. All right. Well, I will then. the The next the next player's choice nominee is Hargit Johnny's favorite. Baldur's Gate 3. Well, that there you go. I mean, that's it's hard to argue, right? It's hard to argue. Uh, again, I've been, I've, I, here's the thing. I've tried to convince myself to buy the game, right? Because I keep going to YouTube. Like, right before I go to bed, I got my phone. I put on Baldur's Gate 3 gameplay, and I'm like, all right, this looks good. And then as soon as I see the, the, the turn, I can't do the combat. I can't do it. I can't get past okay. it. Okay. I, I, I can't do it. It's like it's like those tactics games. You know the tactics games where you like yeah. you set up and you. Uh, ugh, I just can't do it. It's just not my cup of tea. Well, let's ask so, the um, audience because I want to say sure. something about that as well. Um, Show more pockets. You're not wrong, dude. He goes a year of bangers, man. He's absolutely right. Um, I, I got to say something about that, Meg. I'm glad you brought that up because for an hour during the show for Fonz's Game Talk Live podcast, he had his gameplay playing. He's loving the game like four thousand percent. And every once in a while, I'd watch. I'd go. No, I don't. I, I don't. I don't think I'm going to stick with it if I if I end up buying it. Do you think I'm writing, or don't? No, do you like turn based combat games? How about See, that? Before you before you even put that in, or you're going to put it in. But as you're putting it in, I'm actually seeing the chat. It's fifty fifty. Some people are saying it's great. Some people are saying it's not. You know what I mean? So okay, so uh, I'll ask: like, Is that a fair enough question? Do you like turn-based combat games? 
Because somebody asked me, not, my answer would be no. It wouldn't me. really be. It no. depends. Like I, I kind of like Gears Tactics a little bit, but then it really wore on me. I'll put it up with your proof. With your I, I played an old, uh, I played an old Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy seven VII and eight. I think it was on on the original PlayStation. Um, I played those. Those are turn based, were they not? If I, if memory I, serves, I've liked a couple turn based games. Like I played Echo Generation, which was pretty interesting. I'm like, I kind of dig this combat. I should get into this genre instead of ignoring it. Um, and then, of course, the old Dragon Warrior from 1989 or whatever. That was turn-based. And back then, I just thought, this is how it is, and I enjoyed it. But I feel like now, nah, I don't know. I guess it's not fair to say, but uh, I don't know. I, I didn't actually think we would have much to say about Baldur's Gate. But the other game in here is... This is, I think, it's a throwaway Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, it got DLC, yeah. but, I mean, it doesn't really deserve to be in a 2023 game of the year. No, uh, not at all. What that's, about Diablo that's... 4, my good friend? I know you have uh, an opinion. Diablo 4, yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, it's one of those things, again, it's one, of those, it's one of those games where the community really gets into it. However, I did hear a lot of people in the community, especially the Diablo community, had a lot of bones of contention with that game. So some of them were happy with it, some of them were not happy with it. And uh, of course, the tech that there were some technical issues near the beginning. Yeah, it yeah. kind of dropped off a bit. It was up and down, up and down. Uh, basically, what back I'm up. trying to get at, it's back up again. But you know I what think. the thing is? The problem, it's lacking consistency, right? It's right. going through these wild waves of, of engagement where people just start up and then they just drop up. like, eh. And then all of a sudden they'll go back to it. The numbers go back up. People are playing it again. Then they just drop off again and they, get, they go. And so there's no consistency to the product, which to me, doesn't scream that it's that it's worthy of game of the year. I'm not saying it's a bad game, but when compared to the other games that have been nominated, this you can't not even have a single crack in your armor this year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't. This there's no room, year, yeah. There's no room for error this year. Okay? So there's no there's no forgiveness because the games that are up there are damn near flawless in, in one way or another, except for Spider-Man. I think that Spider-Man, now that I've finished it and platinumed it, I don't think it deserves Game of the Year at all. To me. At all. I would have kept the two Nintendo games. and yeah. got, I'm not going to get in this conversation. But I would have pulled Spider-Man out, and then we all know what I would put in there in its place. But uh, anyways, carry on. I just think that Diablo 4 is just not ha it's just not carrying the consistency for a long-term game right now. It just doesn't seem that way. That's, that's no, just my no. perception. Yeah, and it didn't get the uh, the official nomination. Uh, we got 600 people watching. If you're enjoying the show, if you're I mean if you're having a good time, it's real really worth the uh, thumbs up. Get us up to 500 thumbs up like right now. I think there should be at least 500 people that are enjoying oh, the at, show, we're having at a good time. 600 or 604 here by the way the inconvenient truth non-biased he just corrected himself english is not his first language i was saying sorry dude i wasn't trying to be a jackass but yeah, yeah. so he actually corrected himself he was trying to say something completely different i interpreted it the wrong way because i'm an angry violent person so you know so that that's my my initial reaction was to pull my battle axe and immediately decapitate people but i, I apologize sorry no, that's Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's you, carry on. Envy yeah. Dante. 
You're absolutely right. <laughs> Lone Wolf Gamer, same deal, man. I got the platinum on it. Just it's just yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, this listing is kind of weird. Hargeet corrected me that Counter Strike Two came out this year. I thought Counter Strike Two came out in like '96. Uh, I don't know anything about that franchise, but uh, we'll skip over that one. Uh, let's see, Final Fantasy Sixteen. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it deserves to be in a in a in a twenty to thirty list of games. Uh, for sure. yeah, sure. But um, I didn't hear a lot of high praise. Uh, do you boot this one in, or do you keep it, or uh, boot it well, out, or keep I, it? I bought it uh, and I downloaded it. It's ready to go. I just got to get to it. It's just because I'm I'm not I don't I don't like doing the buffet style of playing. You know you know that I've already mentioned that a million times. My philosophy. Yeah. Uh, of how I like the game, uh, except the multiplayer game. Like, if there's a multiplayer game that doesn't require any brains, I'll just go in and, and like, tinker around with some friends, right? But, like, when I'm playing a game, I play that game. I envelop myself in it. I get into it. I'm at work sitting there going, how the hell oh. am I going to get over that? I'm one of those guys, I'm like, how the hell am I going to get over that fence? As I'm sitting there flipping eggs or whatever. Or in the I middle love of a that. Meeting. That's such a good... That's such a good game to be into that when you're thinking yes. about it, when you're not able to play. That's what I'm saying. So when yeah. I play a game, I play one game at a time. I get all, I, I squeeze every ounce out of that game until the thing is literally just a crumpled old dried leaf when I'm done with it. And then I move on to the next game. Like I said, <laughs> except for like a Call of Duty, because it doesn't require any brains. I just go in there and I just fart around with some friends, talk some smack, say some you know horrible things to each other, and then you move on with your life. And yeah. then you can go back to playing Alan Wake. So I bought Final Fantasy. It's in there. It, the tile's there. It's ready to rock. Uh, I think it's like two games away, because my next one is going to be Robocop, and then it's going to be Final Fantasy. I, I like to have two. A big game and then a medium game, to like when I've kind of overloaded with the big game, like kind of sensory sure. overload then i'll switch over to like the other game uh, as a palate cleanser when you were talking about the yep. buffet of games it made me think of that old old country buffet training video that is up on like reels and tiktok where the guy's like slicing roast beef he's like did you watch the game today I love that outside? have you seen that by the way uh do you know i'm trying to find out who that guy is are you really I have been, i've been digging so deep i've been sending messages to people uh, it's a, it's apparently a training video from some restaurant, uh, like a, a small chain of restaurants. Somewhere it looks like an old United country States. buffet or a um, what's yes. the other one's popular in the Midwest? Did uh, you watch the game today? <laughs> and you know what's the best part? He's the all sweaty. He's all sweaty. And then the guy comes up to him. He goes, give me that. Have you heard the guy walks up to the oh, thing? He, yeah. goes, he goes, did you try the lasagna? It's my favorite. Give me that. I'm like, who talks like that? Can you imagine going to the buffet and you go to the carving station? The guy's like, "Hi, sir. Is it still hot outside? Give me that." <laughs> he's got the he's got like the blonde, like late or early '90s mullet thing going on, and he's like so awkward and he's all sweaty and he's got that red heat lamp there by his wrist, burning his thumbprints off of his hand, and he's slicing that roast beef. Did you try the lasagna? It's my favorite. It's so awkward, and and the people will like caption it like me when i get out of covid and start dating again you know i oh love my that God. You know, it, it reminds me of like the first airplane movie it's like did you have you tried the lasagna it's my favorite you ever seen a grown man naked you know like think like just like the most random questions He's like cutting the roast beef you ever been in a turkish prison yeah <laughs> <laughs> kyle ko ka ko ka how many new game plus did you do for starfield 
Zero. I could tell you that right now. An absolute zero Bubba Fett gave me, by the I way, a glistening one. mullet. Absolutely 100 percent That yeah. guy had a glistening mullet. Absolutely love. Anyway, I love that guy. I mean, I've been trying to find out what he's doing now. Because I keep sending people messages who post them. I'm like, I Well, know is you have he an clip. employee that they used for the they usually do these internal he, training things, or do you think he's yes. like or he he was like a, in a casting call or something? I know. Well, I, I know. feel bad, chat. You know what we're talking about? We're talking about the dude that's doing the, the did you try the lasagna? I don't know. It's a it's been going around. Phase two bikini. Golden is this Corral. Phase twenty three yeah. bikini. I think that's that. Yeah, Golden Corral. Phase twenty three bikini. Mag, did you feel the same way about the Arkham series? No. And the the, the thing is, Bro. Arkham just has had a different feel to it, and it just I could have played nine Arkham games. Yeah, it Arkham's gritty. It's it's brooding. It's yeah. It's brutal. It's it's dark. It's uh, um, the, the story, the stories were amazing. They were so captivating. Th this was, I, I don't want to get into it again because, I, you know, people get all worked up in their feelings about it and whatever. But I can tell you with absolute certainty that this game, the politics in this game were so distracting. And it's not Miles Morales, by the way, just in case anybody is that shallow. In fact, I preferred to play, play Miles Morales over Everybody over prefers Peter's. Miles. Yeah. 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 As opposed to Peter Simp Parker in this game. And, uh, you know, sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. Did you try the He's lasagna? Like, it's my yes. favorite. Yeah, like it should have been Peter Parker carving the roast. He's you know cooking. I mean? He's cooking lasagna for Mary Jane. Like you've had a hard day. Is it still hot outside? Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, exactly. And, oh my God. It was so distracting to the point where it was getting agitating. Oh, and I'm like, yeah, listen, yeah. I understand. I understand. You guys are a bunch of activists. We get it. But you don't have to take a colossal size fist and shove it down my throat every 45 seconds. You should have heard the Peter Parker thing about the guns. Oh, my God. Did I did that? hear it. It was like in my Holy opening three Jesus hours of the game. Murphy. It was like, maybe we should start a club, a, a peace club. I can't remember what he said. I was going. Oh, and he's like, there should be legislation against gun ownership in the United States. And I'm going, is, is this actually happening? My wife is sitting there going, she sticks her head in the room and she goes, what is he saying? It's so and I'm going, pitiful. Honey, this is the, I'm like, I'm like this is the, the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, but I go, keep listening. And he's talking and I'm just going, oh my God, please stop. I'll tell you please what a stop. real man does. A real man, while they're stealing all those AR-15s out of the back of a gun club, a real man says, I'm keeping one of these and the rest go back to the store and you guys are all going to jail. That's what a real man does. No, But yeah, Peter Parker's like, did you try the lasagna? Maybe we should yeah. start a lasagna club instead of a gun club. I mean, that was the least of the problems of that game. You know, I got a really cool Batman um, conspiracy theory I heard the other Ooh, day. What's that? What's that? The conspiracy is Bruce Wayne has been in the Arkham Asylum since he became an adult from PTSD from when his parents got murdered. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Have you heard yes. this? I've, I've, and that I've Joker that, yes. is like... Joker is the doctor that is that is that is helping him. The the therapist is Harley Quinn, and he's yeah. conjured up all these. And he thinks he's out in Gotham saving the world, but he's really stuck in this asylum, creating these characters and making them his villains in his mind because he's losing it in the asylum, and he's not really a hero. Um, it's like, I, oh my gosh, make another Batman game. That would be so that cool. Would, that'd be wild. Trailers, you? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you were saying the, the, the conspiracy thing. You said Bruce Wayne. I was gonna be like, is a woman, but that 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 would have been that would have fit right in line too. But we'll we'll leave Insomniac to write that story. No, but Anyways, like when well, you talk when you talk, Meg, 
when you're talking about Arkham Asylum, like the first game, um, there's that mission where it just turns on its head where Batman is small or and 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 the scarecrow is huge and he's trying to grab you and you have to stay out of his sight. Okay. Like and he keeps hallucinating these things from his trauma and ah, just so well done. Those games are so great. And the reason why I brought up Batman is I was playing Batman Arkham Knight on PC yesterday and I was oh, just no looking at how amazing that game looks and with the rain and the mood and like, and then you play Spider-Man and it's like, and there's the sun <laughs> and there's the sleeves and there's the, there's the nice clean garbage cans. And yeah. I mean, it's not the same. You know, it should be a great compared. fight. By the way, Spider-Man 2, there was a great fight of Miles Morales and um, and uh, what the hell is his name? And Mysterio. That was dope. That was, I don't that know if was cool. Played that that, that was, was pretty cool. cool. And you know what? It actually gave me, the only reason why I brought that up is because you brought up the Scarecrow thing. Mm -hmm. And it was the same idea where you see the gigantic um, uh, Mysterio yeah. kind of looking in like it the reminded sky. Me. And he had... He had a skull face and whatever else, and Miles is doing his thing. That was really dope. So the Miles Morales Mysterio uh, uh, thing was really good. I enjoyed that. I that was really my favorite that. part of the game. It was very, and, very yeah, cool. I, I think that might have been my favorite too. Like, But the rest – anyway, let's not talk about it. Go on to the next game, please, before, <laughs> I, before I get angry. Okay. Um, Hi-Fi Rush. Nothing to say. Great game. Um, it'll get Great some game. votes. Uh here we are. Hogwarts Legacy will, Mag, will Hogwarts Legacy make a comeback since uh, the panel refused to face the music? Okay. What do you I have to say? I can tell you with absolute certainty that I will throw a party of epic proportion. Online, obviously, uh, because, you know, none of us live close to each other. We're going to do this online. We're going to have a jam to end all jams if hogwarts legacy wins the player's choice let me look at this camera for a second i very rarely look at you right in the face <laughs> i love it okay i talk smack to you guys and whatever we have some fun we make some jokes we do whatever okay but i'm telling you i need everybody to vote for hogwarts legacy i need this game to win i need this to be the hank aaron home run that smokes every single media in the balls and everybody else who are too afraid to vote for an amazing game, one of the best games of this year. I want it to be there. I want it to win. I want that to be the stark reminder of what the people want as opposed to their bullcrap <laughs> politic nonsense. What I, I, I was about to say a, lot of, a whole lot of swear words, but I, you know, I'm not, uh, what's his name there, uh, uh, Alex there. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I need that to happen. And you know why? I want them to know. They know because they know deep down inside because when they put their heads on their pillows at night, they know that what they did is wrong. They know that those developers who put hundreds of thousands of hours into that game, they deserve to be there. For Christ's sake, the game is up for a Grammy Award for Best Soundtrack. <clears throat> they know. And I want the people to tell them that they are wrong. And I want them to tell them to their goddamn faces that they are wrong. I want that game to win. <coughs> I do. I don't ask you guys for much, but I'm asking you to please vote for that game. Thank you very much. Oh, this message brought to you by Stouffer's Lasagna. Yeah, I, I think the it's. A, are you out of your mind? He goes, I'm not doing it, Meg, and screw Toblerone too. Dude, <gasps> you, 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 listen, I need you to leave the chat. 
hit hit the like button on your way out though. Uh, hit your hit the like button and then you need to leave and then come back next week but change your name to like the Souza sixty nine or something. So you like need to leave. I don't know you. <laughs> you need to leave. Um, Anyways, I, I, don't, I don't know, Meg. Whatever you want. <laughs> I can't imagine. So there's thirty games in this list and let's say four games are probably going to be fighting for the number one spot. Those four games are probably Spider-Man 2, Alan Wake 2, um, maybe Starfield, maybe Tears of the Kingdom, and maybe looking at the list. Are you looking at the list? Like, what are the top yeah. four games on this list that you think will be, will the players Baldur around the world will? Baldur ah. Baldur's Gate. Um, oh, yeah, Baldur's Gate. I think. Baldur's Gate, Spider-Man, Alan Wake 2, and Hogwarts. Those and are the Hogwarts. only ones that I can see that... Do you think the there's going to be a fight? See. Do you think there's going to be a fight for Starfield? That's five, though. Do you think... Mm. It's funny because Halo Infinite won player's choice in 2021, but did not win Game of the Year, which I thought was really shocking. But, but Halo Infinite was a good game. <laughs> I liked it. I, I thought it was a good game. I enjoyed it. Abdel says... I mean, read Abdel's yeah, chat. Said? Where the hell is this? People get canceled for playing Hogwarts. Mag cancels people for not liking Hogwarts. Hey, man, listen, I'm just I'm just farting around. Listen, like what you like, do what you want to do. But at the end of the day, I, how amazing. Now, like, listen, I don't care what your politics are. I don't care what you where you lean, left, right, up, down, you know, diagonal, wherever you want to lean. Go right ahead. But I, how funny would it be? And this is what I'm getting at. How funny, how much of a slap in the face would it be oh, that Keely has to so stand up beautiful. there? And Keeley's got to stand up there and grit his little teeth and go, and the best place choice work goes to, have you had the lasagna today? Is, <laughs> and then he like, he like has to squeeze it out. Have like you had your lasagna today? Exactly. He's going to have to squeeze out the, the words Hogwarts Legacy like he hasn't pooped in three days. Okay. Which, during, I up, see... leading up to that show, is probably yeah. a, a reality. Mag Dude, I, I I can't I can't wait. I want I would love. I am begging the gods of 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 every religion on earth to come together as one and make sure that Hogwarts Legacy wins, so I can look at his face and sit there like this as he My has to goodness. read out Hogwarts Legacy well, that didn't even get one nomination. You little scumbags, carry on, Colt. Okay, I have to be slightly rude. Um, everybody sure. knows that I really like Jeff Keeley and I've I met him. him. I've met him a couple times. Let me start with this. Jeff Keeley provides us a fantastic platform for reveals twice a year. He's kept E3 alive and someplace for E3 to be. And I've been watching him since 2007. So I've always thought, thank goodness we have somebody like that who stepped up to the yes. plate and done this. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> but in 2019, when he revealed the Xbox Series X and Hellblade, when he gave that mic over to Phil, and then his segue to the next thing was just like, wasn't that great? Like, I I, I watched it so many times where I'm like, how can you not just because he was bit, pissed trying to was, pretend? He, no, but he was pissed off, though, because he didn't apparently he didn't know. According to him, he was briefed on it. But I also heard that he was sort of briefed on it. And I don't yeah, have any information. The, I heard that he wasn't given the full story. I heard they the gave rehearsal. him a dummy announcement, but I don't yes, know if that's so true. What, 
what happened, what I heard, what I heard, what happened as well is that when they did the rehearsal, because they, you know, they have the rehearsals yeah. for like, you know, everybody. Apparently, Phil said something completely different. Phil's like, so did you try the that, lasagna? Yeah, did you try the lasagna? Is it still hot out there? Did he do? <laughs> did you watch the <laughs> game today? Like, yeah, Keeley's yeah. like, great, that's great, perfect, Phil. Thank you so much. And then all of a sudden, he reveals a Series X instead. That 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 is what I did here happened whether that's true or not i don't know but those sources are pretty damn good they they were in the theater so i mean before the show so i mean you know i don't know but anyway the point is is that i'm not going to go into further detail i'm just saying that that's what i heard what happened and uh and that hey that's not uncommon it's not uncommon like for example when they film movies they film different they they, they have different dialogue in the actual when they're on set filming and then they edit dialogue in afterwards that mm -hmm. actually that actually has like the twist or the you know what i mean or the yeah. reveal or the big spoiler <coughs> like like empire strikes back they did the same they did the whole thing where like what's his name uh david prowse in the vader suit said to luke vader i uh, i killed your father right and then you know luke's that but and then they went back and then they re-recorded it and then they edited it in before and the only per people that knew were Mark Hamill and George Lucas were the only people that knew that what he actually said was no I am your father. Oh, by the way, he so never cool. said Luke, he never says Luke I'm your father. He says no I am your father. And so they did that afterwards. So anyways, it's not uncommon for them to do that. So when I heard that Phil did that, I'm like yeah that sounds about right. When you have a major release, you have a major news story that's going to be extremely sensitive. That makes sense. Yeah, they had to be really super careful for that reveal. Apparently he because was stunned. Everybody was stunned. We, all we knew was that there was going to be a big announcement. Aaron Greenberg says Xbox fans will want to watch the Game Awards tonight back in 2019. And then, uh, yeah, I thought about that. Let me read a couple supers here, uh, Meg. We got B Martin 001 with a Canadian 10. Says, Colt, Meg, I just want to say you guys are amazing. And Ecstasy is the best podcast. That's a lie from heck. But thank you so much for, for no, that. No, it's comment. true. It's absolutely true. Carry on. <laughs> we may not be the most informative but we try to be the most entertaining sith lord with the two dollars says hi colt and daddy mag love the new look of the show thank you so much thank you so much also got a new camera it's like second week with a new camera so uh yeah date web dave good old web dave thank you for the five he says colt mag happy holidays does xbox have to make big impression at the game awards the game reveals and game pass announcements and he says hey chat hit the like button yes please do hit the like button um yes they do mag uh yes. we do need to talk about what they're going to reveal i'm going to get that into that in a minute okay uh assassin who's been a channel member for 29 months good friend in the ecstasy podcast club he says the trust between the xbox community and the gaming media is at an all-time low especially due to the xbox tax is there any way of mending the gap yes we're going to get into it and it doesn't require anything that we have to do i'll tell you that um, all right. One more for face 23, Brooklyn, New York with a $20 super. He says current votes for a game award player choice. Round one has Baldur. I forgot there was a there's rounds. He says yes. it has Baldur's gate three winning Spider-Man and Hogwarts legacy cyberpunk and final fantasy did well in voting and near the top Starfield is currently number 17 out of 30. He says, Oof. so yikes. Okay. Yikes. So that answers that question. Uh, could, could you ask that question if Starfield's in there? And that, I was kind of like, eh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of reasons why uh, why Starfield will be where it's at, and I don't even think we're going to get into it in this show because I feel like we've done it uh, every week since the game came out. 
Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. So it's that's just, just regurgitated. It's a yeah, yeah. Uh, Charlie Hustle says Colt got that money from IGN and Destin. Destin got a lot of <laughs> crap this week. Um, I watched all all of Dustin. Destin said, "By the way, Destin, if you're listening to the show, I sent you a I sent you a DM. You didn't even answer me. Crying out loud. <laughs> I sent him one as well. He must be super busy. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, no, he's got a lot of family stuff going on this week. Whatever. Uh, let's yeah. see. We got Marvel Spider Man, Liza P. Um, Mortal Kombat One. I don't think it's going to get enough votes. No, no, no. Um, Starfield, Street Fighter Six. I don't think get a lot of votes. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Not, not, not that they're bad games. I just, I just don't think that they're going to get a lot of votes. I'm, when I say no, I'm not saying no because they're bad. I'm just saying no because they're just not going to stack up. I'm Tears gonna go of the to the Kingdom. What about them? I mean, I don't think it was listed in uh, Phase 23's uh, update, and I'm going to go to the player's player's voice and see where it's sitting now. Uh, I don't know how you how you could see the results. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really um, not That's really weird. all that impressed with Tears of the Kingdom. By the way, I I, I don't think it was that revolutionary. Like like if you looked at a game like Breath of the Wild was more revolutionary at the time. This is just a continuation of the same thing. It's kind of like, I kind of liken it to 2018's God of War and God of War Ragnarok. Not bad. It's not a bad game. It's an amazing game. But it's more of the same. It wasn't right. such a stark, it wasn't such a stark <coughs> change difference, I should say, difference between God of War 3 and 2018 God of War, which was a completely different direction, right? And because of that, it was just like, whoa! It was like, you know, at that time, it was considered pretty revolutionary in the direction it went. But then when Ragnarok came out, I was like, okay, we've done this before. It's it's a new story. It's a continuation of the story, but whatever. So Tears of the Kingdom, same vibe. You know what I mean? Right. So not a bad game. I just don't feel that it was just in the upper echelons. That's just the way I feel. Yeah, and I I don't know. I, I feel like people stopped talking about Tears of the Kingdom far quicker than they did Starfield. Very um, quickly. Yeah, it just kind of fell out, but... Let's see, uh, looking at that list, I, I also forgot to mention, is it even on here? I don't see Jedi Survivor. Jedi Survivor was a fabulous game. I mean, Yeah, it's yeah. not even on this copy and paste list yeah, from, their, from their tweet. Like, they missed it, but it's on their page. So, uh, um, yeah. yeah, that's Abdel interesting. Abdel 114, you ask Colt about Dead Island 2? You ask him about how long to mainline the story? What, am I chopped liver? You know, I can answer it too, you know. I will answer because I don't remember how long I spent on the mainline story. It seemed like it was kind of long. Was about, um, it was long. It was like 50, I think it was like 12 to 15 hours. Yeah. Okay. And I couldn't just mainline it. There was, it was too enjoyable. Just even backtracking for the fun of it. Um, so let's talk about those game of year awards because it will be in one week from now in eight days. Crazy. So there, isn't it? it is crazy. There's yeah. a, there's a rumor that Xbox is going to use this uh, event to reveal three possible things and possibly two of these three things. Mm -hmm. The rumor is that they will reveal Machine Games Indiana Jones game, which is exclusive to Xbox, or they will talk about Gears 6, maybe say the Gears collection is a thing. Um, I'm not sure how reliable that is. And the other one is a friend of mine is thinking they have to announce at the Game of the Year Awards that Baldur's Gate is coming to Game Pass, which would be really big. But I don't believe it right now. Let's start with Baldur's Gate. Um, What kind of check would they have to cut for that, Meg? 
it would have to be pretty hefty. You know why? Because um, they're holding all the cards. All right? You know what I mean? Like, the studio is holding all the cards because they're like, we're doing well on... We, we, did, we did well on PC. We're doing well on PlayStation. We're going to release it. We're, we're up for every game of the year category. Mo, uh, isn't, it doesn't have the most nominations. Does it have the most nominations? I can't remember offhand if it has the most nominations out of any I don't know game, how you could check that, but it probably does there was, have the most nominations. There was a way. I, I, was pretty, uh, I, was pretty, I was pretty certain that it had the most nominations. And on top of the fact that it's almost borderline, the only one that I could see that, that, that people are talking about that could put up a fight is Alan Wake 2, but it's almost the shoe-in for game of the year. This is not the situation where they can go to Microsoft and say, hey, can you help us out, get some more exposure? Yeah, They're in a position right. where they're saying to Microsoft, uh, what are you going to do for us? Yeah, We're the one holding all the cards, dude. You guys are holding nothing. So if you want it, it's going to cost you something serious. Because the other thing, don't forget, the other thing is if and when it wins all those awards at the game shows, the popularity of the game is going to skyrocket. And as a result, the sales are going to skyrocket. You look what happens every year when a game of the year wins. Or when, when a game wins game of the year. What happens? The sales. The sales will skyrocket. Yeah, yep. people are like, what? Game of the year? I got to have it. And then. Yep. Look at It Takes Two. Look at Sekiro. Look at all those games that won in the last like four or five years, whatever else. Right? What ended up happening? The sales grew exponentially within 72 hours of the Game Awards show, specifically for that reason, right? Because of the, the exposure, you have all these millions of people watching. They're like, oh, man, I never picked up that game. It just won Game of the Year. It won this, it won that, it won this, it won that. And they're going to like, well, I got to get it. You don't think that they're thinking the same thing because as it stands right now, it's pretty much a shoe-in that Baldur's, Baldur's Gate 3 is going to win all the major awards, including Game of the Year, right? They right, have yeah. absolutely no – they have no reason – to go to Xbox Game Pass. None whatsoever. The only the only way that they could do that, the only reason why th th they would do that is if they got paid an insane amount of money to do so. Because when they win that Game of the Year award and all those other awards, their sales are going to go through the roof anyways. So why would they why would they even bother? There's no they, incentive. They also get to sell the game 3 times because it released sure. on PC first then PS5, yeah. and now it's getting a, I don't know, mid or early December release. Do we have the release date for Baldur's Gate on the Xbox? I don't remember. Uh, I think they did announce it because I was talking to somebody about, uh, let me, I'm going to look it up right now. Oh, by the way, Mag, <laughs> I also fixed the audio problem that when I go to another tab, I, I don't lose your mic anymore. Uh, I was using the wrong source in my ear. Um, Right. I don't. I'm gonna look at the chat because the chat's faster than I am. Does Baldur's Gate Three have a release date for Xbox announced yet? I don't think it does. Hargit would know it's his favorite game. Um, because I think I really hope Xbox isn't using Baldur's Gate as one of their announcements. Like they're gonna I mean, treat that as their it announcement. Be, it would be a monster. It would be a monster move to get Baldur's Gate Three on Game Pass. That would be. A huge that would be like one of the announcements of the year, right? Because if they do win all those awards or whatever else, I mean, I'm just saying there's a possibility. You know, I'm not saying it's possible. I don't think it's possible that it's going to go to Game Pass. But if it did, theoretically, that would be one hell of an announcement. That would be pretty big, man. Can you imagine wins Game of the Year, blah blah blah, and then all of a sudden they're like, by the way, next week it's on Game Pass. Holy mackerel! Well, but like I'm saying, the only thing I'm saying, Colt, is that it would cost them a bloody fortune. It would. Get it. I agree. 
I don't care I how many copies they sold. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it would cost a lot of money, but you'd have a major boost of subscriptions to Game Pass. Sometimes there's a game that has a threshold of, do I want to pay for it or do I want to try it out? And um, trials and demos sometimes mean the game isn't good enough that they really got to rope you in and get you hooked on it. But bringing it into Game Pass would be big. And if Xbox has punched the numbers in and said, look, we got to pay them $2 million to bring it into Game Pass or whatever it would cost, I don't even know what those numbers look like. Honestly, I don't think anybody could have any idea. But you bring it into Game Pass, how many subscribers do you think will get boosted in the holiday season right before Christmas with Baldur's Gate and Game Pass? Um, it could be well worth the money. It's just um, it's a high price because Lauren Studios is going to say, Look, we're gonna sell this thing anyway. It's it it got high numbers. Uh, I'm assuming it did well on PlayStation, and it should get a boost when it hits Xbox. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, KT to Goat says, "No, oh, man, Colts always got to find something to not be happy with. Man, forget the VGAs. They have their own shows. We'll support those." I know a lot of people are upset that <clears throat> that xbox would announce something at the v video game awards and you know, remember my little speech about how i like jeff Keighley and what he's done as an xbox fan you should be hoping that they have a presence to stand tall and say we're xbox here's our big game for the announcements instead of hiding and waiting until a showcase in february or march like you want those beats now you want everybody talking about xbox you want those games being paraded around in front of the biggest audience possible meg what is your feeling about the uh boycott the game awards because they didn't get any nominations no i mean you have the freedom to do whatever you want you watch the show or don't watch the show but whatever but the thing is i i, I pay pretty much no attention to any of that because you know what a lot of the people saying like i'm not gonna watch it they're all going to be there watching it. And you know why? Because they're all going to be there watching it because they want to see what trailers are coming up or what games are coming up. And just, you know what? You can be as smug as you want. Do whatever you want at the end of the day. I don't really care. Uh, the thing is, I never said I'm boycotting anything. I'm going to watch it. Yep. I may not watch the whole show because I might have it in the background because it's what? Usually it's like three and a half hours. Like They really got to rope that in. Like They really got to bring it down to a two-hour show um, because it just drags on way too long. But... Anyways, that being the case, I think what they could do is, that, uh, like I said, a lot of people say that they're not going to watch it. They're all going to be watching it. They'll be watching it, yeah. And they'll agree. be watching it. Like, it's, you know, I'm not going to call people out and whatever. You could, like I said, at the end of the day, do whatever you want. But you know people are going to watch it specifically for those things. And now Xbox specifically, like you mentioned, um, the problem and the, the thing is the reason why in a lot of those other countries and whatever else, never mind North America, actually, North America, Xbox and PlayStation are pretty close. Not like yeah, neck yeah. and neck. No, they're not neck and neck. PlayStation is still the market leader, no matter which yeah. way you look at it. Out of the two, excuse me, because, you know, Nintendo is always going to do the Nintendo thing, right? They always outsell everybody with cheaper, cheaper, uh, you know, hardware and whatever. Which else. is crazy when you don't need the Xbox console. Like, they don't require it, but uh, it's funny in North America that way. Right. Yeah. But what they do need is a, what they do need, and this is something I've always stood firm about, is that they do need a pop culture phenomenon. They need something that actually can reverberate.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply across the world to other countries to europe especially europe considering you know what's going on over there with playstation and xbox uh and the you know the the gap that's widening over there they need a pop culture kind of phenomenon so what you would do you have to do these things at these awards they have to be done in front of tens of millions of people so that they all see it normies see it hardcore see it everybody see it from all all walks of life all around the world they will watch this thing more people watch the game awards than the academy awards Right, and how could right? Xbox they, like miss out on that? How can you miss out on that? Like, are you insane? You know what and, I mean. And what like, game like, will possibly be announced, Mag? Well, we 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 have some strong suspicions about Indiana Jones, right? Yeah. Uh, you what know, there's the always been whispers. The well, well, which multiplat? I mean, Wait, there, you uh, know, you've there's, got there's like the biggest you, game ever might get announced. There's. Oh, well, yeah, 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 but that's not Xbox, what, though. What? What? I know, but what? what is it? What's going to get announced, do you think? Yeah, yeah. Well, it was Foam Stars, obviously. <laughs> Wasn't that coming? <laughs> Anyways, you know, you got GTA 6 doing its thing, most likely going to be at the Game Awards. The people are like, I'm not watching the awards, and they're like... Yeah, yeah, let me, let me see you not watch the awards, and the same clowns that were saying all that stuff on Twitter, they're going to be right there going, did you see the GTA 6 trailer? Did you try the lasagna? Is it still hot outside? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, they're all going to be right there watching it. Jeez, stop. Uh, you know, and anyways, at the end of the day, what's, uh, the Xbox needs to make a splash like they did in 2019. And you know what? That splash they made in 2019 reverberated for like two years before they yeah. started to peter out, before they started to kind of peter out a little bit. And the PS5 started, you know, uh, you know, gaining in Steam and whatever else. So they were doing really well they had they had the uh, the market they had the mind share excuse me not the market share but the mind share people were talking about it very few people were talking about the ps5 remember that they were stumbling around with the reveals and all that stuff they had that they had that japanese austin powers blowing in the controller and screaming and everybody was laughing at them and i was just like what is happening right now but xbox had all that positive buzz going in there because they made a huge splash at the game awards that people remember there are reaction videos all over YouTube of that reveal. That means you made your mark. So therefore, what I'm t- all this rambling that I'm doing right now, all I'm trying to say is that they need to do it again, and they need to do it consistently to hammer away at those walls, those defensive walls that Nintendo and Sony have put up around their, pe- yeah. around their players <clears throat> because they have got their people. They got their people like this. So in order to get, you know, lob a few, like, arrows over the wall, you can't do that. That's not going to do anything. You have to punch a hole through that wall like the orcs in uh, the Two Towers. You remember that? Well, okay. Helm, yeah. Helm's Deep. Helm's Deep. Kaboom! And then they all went running. That's yeah. what they got to do every year at the Game Awards. Not once in a while. Not Love once the every two four towers years. Reference. Great, you know? You know? Well, I mean, seriously, guys, do you want to be there the same way we were last year when – Phil sat in the second row with this sheepish look on his face while they paraded Party Animals, which is a great game. It's a great underrated game. 
but that's all Xbox had for representation during one of their most, probably their most difficult year of their entire 22 year tenure of being in the game space. Phil sat there with nothing but party animals, no reveals, no nominations, no big AAA games that year. And you really want them to go into 2023 after they just launched Starfield and Forza Motorsport and go in there and not announce anything for the upcoming year or two. Like, I don't think Indiana Jones is coming out by the end of the year of 2024. No, no, no. no but I think no, no. it's time to show the game uh, somehow. Um, and I think the Game Awards is a great place to do it. it uh, here's what you do. You reveal Indiana Jones. You show what the game looks like in flyover or or character models talking and cutscene or whatever it is before you're ready to show full gameplay. Maybe do a fable thing where you show real quick little bites of, of what the gameplay looks like, but it's mostly a cinematic set the tone trailer for Indiana Jones for machine games. And then in March, when you come back for your developer direct that they're going to be doing every year, the first part of the year, then you have a developer direct where machine games from Sweden talks about what Indiana Jones is, what to expect from the gameplay, how you'll be playing as Indiana Jones, the time period, all those things in the developer direct. And then the game comes out in a year from then. Maybe it comes out sure. in the middle of 2025 or it's ready for 2024, sure. but you do not miss like Meg said, one of the biggest showcases for gaming of the entire year. You have E3, which Jeff Keighley now owns the summer games fest, which is pretty big, but the game of the year awards have become the de facto place for world premiere, which he's also removing the world premiere from his show. I don't know why, because he's going to world premiere the lasagna of GTA six. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know what they need to do let's let's say like you're going to do an indiana jones trailer they already did that little tease where you know they showed across the table whatever else it mm -hmm. kind of gave you a lot of little insights as to what the game's going to be where it's going to take place what time period it's going to take place i know everything about indiana jones so it, it that when i saw it, you see the passport and you see the things on the table it said rome 19, 1937 right so if anybody knows their indiana jones lore rome 1937 was in between the events of raiders of the lost ark and the last crusade because if you know chronologically, yep. Raiders of the Law, you know, uh, Temple of Doom, which I know is technically the second film, was a prequel, right? So that happened before the events of Raiders of the Lost Ark. So this will take place between Raiders and um, and Temple. Last Crusade. Oh, okay, okay. No, 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 yeah, no. It goes Temple, Raiders, the game, oh, yeah. this game, this game, and then Last Crusade. Wait a minute, wait. Right? No, Temple Doom's the second one. Yeah, yeah, but it was a prequel. Oh my gosh, you're so much smarter than I am. It's a prequel. It takes place years before. My family the and I went back and watched those in order, yeah. uh, in order of release, like a few years ago, and they hold up so well. Oh no, anyway. they're amazing. They look like they look like they just came out. I mean, other than so, a couple. What of did the you say? I, I want to make sure that we're on the same page because I I claimed yes. it's after Raiders. Yes. Yes. And okay, before, I've said that before. Yeah. And before um, Crusade. Okay. Awesome. So, awesome. Like Raiders. Raiders happens first, then this game the xbox game and then crusade last crusade happens after that so yeah if you look at another years, question for you takes place in italy 1937 or at least part oh. of it yes curious. oh okay i didn't know that i'm i mean the you can eke it out a little rome. bit from that trailer you're right it does yeah, it, it says, says rome on that plane ticket rome 1937 yeah which yeah. i was like yeah <laughs> slowing it down and it was like really low quality because it was a twitter post um are they going to recreate young Harrison Ford's likeness for the game? Or is there going to be a, this is our version 
of Indiana Jones like they did in Guardians of the Galaxy two years ago? Well, here's the thing. Uh, Indiana jo- Guardians of the Galaxy was a comic book well before Disney owned them, right? And okay, before Disney okay. got involved or whatever, right? So there, there are... You know, there are some creative leeways that they could have done with the likenesses and stuff like that. However, when it comes to Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones, yeah, okay, I know it has comics and stuff now, but its origin was in film, right? The, the, it, there, was, there, there wasn't a comic series from the 1930s and they decided to adapt it. This was an original film by Lucas and uh, Spielberg, right? So the, 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 the likeness of that character is only owned by Lucasfilm. It's not owned by Marvel. It's not owned by DC or anything else like that. There's no other avenue other than the fact that Disney owns the character because they own Lucasfilm, unfortunately, for Lucasfilm, right? But okay. I think that that being the case, they must have had they must have had some kind of deal in there where they, they're going to probably have to use the likeness, probably because they want to utilize, uh, Disney would like to utilize the fact that uh, there would be recognition there that it would probably bring people towards their product as well, right? Make it mutually beneficial. Yeah. So right. I think there will be I think there will be a likeness to Harrison Ford. As for the voice, I can't see Harrison doing it. He probably wouldn't care enough to do the voiceover for an entire <laughs> I, I think game. he likes that character. He, he hates Han Solo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he hates Han Solo. No, he doesn't hate Han Solo. He hates that he was never given the death he wanted. Because he was supposed to die in the second movie, and then, then he was promised he was going to die in the third, and then he didn't die in the third because he was going to sacrifice himself to save Han yeah. and uh, – sorry, to save Luke, Leia, and Chewbacca and whatever. Um, and that never happened either. And then he died like a bitch at the hands of his uh, emo uh, son that wore – you know, with his sweater from The Gap there. What's his name there? Uh, uh, yeah, Kylo, Kylo Ren. Kylo uh, Ren. Yeah. I was so, trying to remember his, his real name. Um, Sailor Mercury in the anyways, chat says you don't have to have – the Harrison Ford voice, but it has to look like Harrison Ford. So, I mean, I think it'll, voice yeah, they don't me. need a voice. Hmm. You just get a guy to grumble, you know, Marion, we're just gonna go. You know what I mean? Like, you can get him to do the thing, or the, you know, whatever. I, I, I could practically do it, you know, you just be like, Marion, get off. Or we got a young age, you know, that it. kind of stuff. Hargeet, can you stop making me laugh for crying out loud? <laughs> We could have young Sandy age do Harrison do Ford's voice, that would go over really yeah. well. Have you tried the lasagna? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Hargeet, I'm not even going to read that out loud, but you see what he's saying in there? He's making, trying to make uh, me laugh. He tagged my name in there. I want to try to help out KT DeGoat, who's like not really super happy about... I think you're on the same page as me, Mag, where we we want Xbox to use this opportunity at the Game Awards. Absolutely. Um, he says, Sony and Nintendo showed nothing last year. Okay? And you're right, KT Goat. They, they didn't show anything, but they also had big blockbuster games every year for the entirety are, of their existence. And yeah. Xbox and, was in the dugout sitting there going, Oh, we'll pick up these sunflower seeds, I guess. And got nothing else to do. I, let me tell Sony you about Nintendo this. Have, sorry, go ahead. Let's say about Sony Nintendo. And I'll try to remember where I was. Sorry. I was going to say Sony and Nintendo have proved themselves for decades. Yeah, there you go. Yes. And, and they don't have to. They, I mean, they do have to. Obviously, they they keep their customers. But you know the thing is? They continue to do so. They continue to do so because every year at the end of the year, the game of the year, who's right there? And, every single year. And Nintendo and Sony. KT to go. Sony and Nintendo didn't show anything last year at the Game Awards because it's going to be a shocker. They didn't have anything to show. They didn't and have anything to show. They might have something to show this year, but uh, they might not have anything to show. But... 
this is where it comes into that Xbox tax. You know, you fold this in, fold this into the Xbox tax. This can be tough to hear, but it's Xbox's job, not ours. It's Xbox's job to go above and beyond and push harder to get out in front of the crowd and stand up above, head and shoulders above the competition to say, this is Xbox. This is what we have. We're here. We're not screwing around. We've got a ton of investments in. We've got big games coming. We've got twice as many games as the competition, and we are going to talk about it, and you're going to be talking about Xbox, and we're making our representation at the Game Awards tonight, and they're going to show one or two things, and they have to do that. They cannot afford to sit and wait. We'll get into that about the Xbox tax in a minute, but for those of you saying that they should boycott because they got snubbed, no, that's even more reason to stand up and say, Look, we're here, mother effers, and we got games to show. We got stuff to talk. Excuse my language. I apologize about that. But uh, I'm passionate about this stuff, right, Meg? We're passionate. Let me go with some supers. You guys are amazing. Thank you for being here. Hit the like button if you uh, feel like you've been taught something in school, because we don't know what we're talking about either. But uh, we got Grandpa's Barbecue Game Cat with the Australian 10. Thank you for being here early in the morning in Australia. We appreciate you guys um, on the Australian side of the world hanging out with the ecstasy podcast he says i understand why Baldur's gate 3 isn't for everyone it's definitely game of the year if you watch the first six or eight hours of different playthroughs you'll see how differently everyone completes things it's very much like a tabletop rpg yeah and i've got a good friend fawns who's like really into it he loves every second of it and i'm so happy that he's happy playing the game maxi kilman says with the ars 20 playstation going bankrupt wtf this was a news piece that came out uh, from a Japanese investor mag that said that he's hearing that PlayStation is having financial problems. They may even have to deal with bankruptcy. They're not getting what they want out of hardware sales and game sales. Hearing this, I just I just can't believe it. Don't ride the fence on me, Mag. Don't ride the fence. That's what's your what's your first natural take on PlayStation's doomed? Absolute nonsense. Don't even waste your breath. Don't even waste your time. Someone sent it to me, and they're like, hey, did you see this? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, carry on. Like, carry on with your life, not carry on with the story. <laughs> carry on with your life. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure. Just, just don't, waste your, don't waste your time. It's so stupid. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's some thread of truth in there where PlayStation is maybe their projections aren't where they want to, and they've got to shift focus, or they have to push this part of the market over to kind of make up for downtime during there, which Xbox is doing every year. So there must be some sort of truth, but for them uh, to be bankrupt or ever be in any type of trouble. I don't, yeah. Corporations deal with stuff all day long, every day, all day, lawsuits, this, that, class actions. I deal with that stuff all day. I mean, it's the, is my company doomed? Not a chance. Uh, by the oh, way, Special goodness. Nick, I see what you wrote in the chat there. Uh, he, he didn't get it through. He said, uh, what are you two old farts up to? But uh, because it's a clean chat, it got it got blocked. So tried to... <laughs> special Nick. That's what you I get. mean, we we That's really get just... special Nick blocked. We we do call ourselves the uh, the old man up in the balcony from the Muppet Show. Uh, but, but you know, a bunch of, waving got, our fists at the sky. He but, got uh, Jason Schreier'd blocked. <laughs> That's it. You're out. <laughs> Uh, Hargit Johnny, thank you for the five. He says, I doubt it would cost that much to get Baldur's Gate on Game Pass. It already supposedly sold over 20 million copies on Steam. Not sure how much more it would sell. Hargit was also writing in the chat that would it really sell really well on the on the Xbox? Like Lurian and Larian Studios and Xbox are probably having this conversation, right? Um, 
we, you know, hey, Larian Studios, we, we feel like you may sell about this many units, but we can offer you this to go to Game Pass. And maybe the Game Pass thing looks, maybe like, oh, man, maybe we won't sell that many if we don't go into Game Pass. And maybe they're going to do it. I mean, I heard some people writing that in the chat as well. Hargit also reminds us that Lorian announced the Xbox release date will be announced at the Game Awards. So, yes, I missed that information. Uh, Special Nick says, I'm roughly your age. I'm 43. No, sir, you are way younger than us. Way, way younger than us. Not and way younger. Calm down. I'm only 48. <laughs> Five years. It's nothing. You don't understand that when you're 43 and you look at a 48-year-old, like, man, that guy. We look the same. <laughs> actually, you know what's funny? At 48, I, I actually look younger than a lot of people that that I know or like in the real world or whatever. Like, I'm like... Oh, yeah, dude's like 60, and there's like guys like, uh, no, man, I'm like 46. I'm like, 46? I'm like, yep. maybe, you should, maybe you should like eat better. Go for a walk or something. I don't know. Jeez. Anyways. I feel attacked. I feel attacked, I chat. Know. Oh, my gosh. I went for a walk today, and I didn't yeah. have a Mountain Dew. I'm drinking Kirkland water from the sparkling, go. clean municipal water supply and bottled for you. So I'm drinking soda water. It's got no sugar, no carbs, no anything. Oh my gosh. Um, totally derailed. Totally. Hargeet says, thank you for the five. He's got another one. He says, Xbox had multiple years with Game of the Year nominations. Outer Worlds, they when did. they didn't own them. Psychonauts 2, yes. Deathloop, when the game was multi-plat. Now the goalpost is, it, the Game of the Year has to be exclusive. And he goes, whatever. And you know what? The Game of the Awards, Game Awards aren't for us. They're for the developers. But um, yeah, that's not just, really Mostly excuse. for us. At our at our point, it's mostly just a talking point. But you know, the thing is, at the end of the day, and this is always something that I've always said about uh, Xbox, no one's doubting for a minute that they've had quality. They have because it still stands to this yeah. day. It's what twenty twenty three going into twenty twenty four. Okay, this generation's basically three years old. My two favorite games of this generation are Psychonauts two and Horizon Forbidden West. Those are my two games of the generation Dang. so far. Dang. Uh, and there's a ton of games that I absolutely adore, you sure. know, like your Resident Evil Villages and this and that and so far Alan Wake and whatever else. All these other games that I've played, love them. Great. Halo Infinite. Loved it. Loved the, loved the single player. Loved the multiplayer. A lot of fun. Had a great love time it. with it. Great, Yeah, great game. But the problem with them is the – and, oh, it's by the way, and also in 2021, Microsoft won Publisher of the Year. Yeah, wow. What are we talking about here? Flight Sim, Halo year. Infinite, Forza Horizon 5, Psychonauts 2. Yeah, it was a big yeah. year. What Thank a goodness hell for that. of a year for them. And, they, and then at the end of the year, they won Publisher of the Year. Right? Special Nick, that I saw you trying to look at my rear end when I got up to move something. Yeah. Watch it. Of course he did. Yeah, of course he did. You're going to get blocked twice. Yeah, it, you I and your get, friend risk it for I the biscuit. I should get Nick on here again. Last time. Uh... No, don't do it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Nick. I'm just busting your chops because you call this old. So I don't remember this, but my friend Red Wolf was telling me that when when Nick and I were on the show together, he said assume, and I made a big deal about how he said assume. I'm like, that's really mean of me to make fun of the way he talks. And I'm pretty sure that in Australia, their land was formed. Like, God made that place first. You know, he's like, oh, you build Australia, and then then we built the PS5, and then, you know, like that. And I think that's how no, it No, no, no. Australia, listen, I'll tell you the entire history of Australia, okay? First of all, the Aboriginal people were, were there long before everybody else. And then what happened is the UK took Special Nick, risk it for the biscuit. An egg. And, it was like a, it was one their, egg. 
Yeah. yeah, an egg and all their criminal friends, and then they threw them in Australia and said, "Go fend for yourselves." What, you, and that's what happened. And that's exactly what happened. And that's but you why can't they lump are, them all into the same. You know, they're not all the same deadbeat um, no, uh, people. Of no, the, no, 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 they're not deadbeats. They're just criminals. <laughs> the big difference. There's a lot of criminals that pay their bills. Okay, I'm just saying. Yeah. That, like, but, but risk it for the biscuit is a bit of both. He's a scumbag. He's a deadbeat, and he's a criminal all at the same time. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like is, if it wasn't for this platform, I would never be able to hang out and talk to people from Australia. That would have never, ever been you know a what? possibility. It blows my mind, man. I love it. I love that we actually like. I mean, all joking aside, uh, I actually really <laughs> enjoy the fact that um, we could talk to anybody in the world, and it blows. You know what I mean? It blows my mind. It's like it, it, it's funny because yeah, the, we forget the, the time difference. Like I go to work six a.m. I'm at work, sometimes six fifteen or whatever, right? And then all of a sudden, I get like a DM, like "Good afternoon, Meg." I'm like, "What?" And I'm like, "All oh, right, okay, yeah." Yeah, he's <laughs> like, "It's Thursday," you and you're like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I forgot. Especially, we have to we have to mention special Nick is Greek, so Malaka. So yeah, oh, he's he's Greek Malaka. and he's Australian <laughs> and he's an Xbox Holy. fan. That's three strikes that he has to deal and with every day. Yeah, and assumed. Red Wolf says strikes. you assumed. You assumed. Yeah. Uh, Nick's you know, great. You know what the thing is? Greeks, why do you guys put two starches in all your meals? It's ridiculous. You already have potatoes. Why do you need rice? Or if you can have the rice, why do you need potatoes as well? One starch is good enough. You're wasting money. Carry on. He knows what I'm talking about. Did you he try the lasagna? Yeah. Did you try the lasagna? Uh, um. Yeah. But yeah. Good Good shout to Hargeet, though, for saying that Xbox has had some yeah, Game of the course, Year nominations. Man. but. I mean, right, come on, right. guys. What what did I put in the in the uh, in the vote? I don't even know how to run a show, honestly. Nah, don't worry about it. But I said, will I? I am careful about my wording. Like when I tweet, I'm uh, there's always a little bit of an angle in that tweet to work in my favor. I said, will you watch some of TGAs? And seventy six percent said yes. Twenty four percent lied out of their bunghole. Of course they did. No, I'm yes, just they did. Like I, I'm, I'm sure there's a couple of you that are gonna completely like boycott it. I'm gonna turn my phone over and I'm gonna watch Jesse Lee. Love it, just yeah, love Jesse Lee. And when all of a sudden they see G T A, and then you see like the when you see the pink spray paint of the V and then the one to show GTA Six. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see. Let me see you turn your phone off and go. Nope. Nope. Not watching it. Not watching it. No. 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 Not me. I'm gonna put my thumb over Jeff Keeley so yep. I can't see him. I'm not yeah. gonna do it. Well, Still hot I mean, outside? <laughs> yeah. Nah. You're gonna do it. You're gonna watch it. You're gonna Still watch it. Out. He goes. Is it still hot outside? He's dripping sweat. He's got that heat lamp by him, and he's sawing down some rubbery roast beef or whatever it was. Still hot outside? Because I'd love to go out and take a break where it's hotter than. Yeah, the Golden Corral dude. I'm gonna put it's him on the favorite. show. Let's get let's get him as a guest. Golden Corral guy him. and special Nick. Even if he, has, he doesn't know anything about gaming, I don't care. I just want him to talk. Just talk about random things. Carry on. <laughs> um. Briefly, I'll bring up Gear 6. Uh, Special Nick has been talking about this Marcus Phoenix collection, which is a, it's just a necessary game, especially for PC, but not for Xbox. It's already kind of remastered. But um, Jez Corden said in at E3 in LA in June, he told me that he heard that Gears was supposed to be revealed at the showcase in June, but they decided to wait and reveal it soon. 
Well, that was in June, and now we're we're into December soon. And um, like, are they going to reveal it at the, the Game Awards, or are they saving it for a direct? I mean, this seems like a big moment Don't to show save it how. For direct. Okay, so let's talk about let's talk yeah. about uh, Gear Six. Uh, they have to wrap I up say... this story with Kate, but I've got a. I've got a weird angle I want to put on it. What do you think? All right, cool. I, well, okay, what they need to do, I think, is they're going to have to announce both. So what you do is you announce the Marcus Phoenix collection first, okay? Unreal Engine 5, assuming that all everything that we've heard assume, is true. Assuming. You know, excuse me, assume uh, that everything that everything we heard is true, an Unreal Engine 5 remake of the original. Remake, not remaster, of the original games. No, remake, remaster what? 20-year-old games? Give me a break. What are Not we? Even 20, what are we? PlayStation? Yeah, it's yeah, ridiculous. It's like it's like when uh, Rockstar released the, uh, the the Grand Theft Auto trilogy. You remastered twenty year old games. No one's playing that. You know what I mean? No yeah. one's putting a fresh coat of paint on on tank controls. Give me a break. You got to remake it. So you remake you don't know you remake it from the ground up. Whatever else. Blah blah blah. You get the Marcus Phoenix collection out the door. You talk about that. You, you put a release date on it. Everything else. Come in day one and Game Pass and blah, 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 blah. And then you drop the trailer for GTA. Uh, for GTA, Jesus. For Gear <laughs> 6. And uh, wouldn't that be funny? Uh, not for, for Gear 6. Remember how they did when they revealed Gears 5? They did the thing about that, that silly little mobile game, the Gears Mobile. Oh, they and did, it, didn't like, they? The Gears Pop? Remember that? And then, yeah. yeah, Gears Pop, and everybody's like, oh, so that's the Gears announcement? And then basically it was like a, just kidding, and then they showed the actual Gears 5 trailer or whatever. I think they do the same thing, except as instead of a joke, you're going to show the Marcus Phoenix collection, damn serious, and say... Then you get people in the mood, like, oh, oh my gosh, nostalgia, yes. nostalgia assume, and then, assuming that's what they want to do. Right, and then what you do, you get people to brush up on the history of the game before you launch the new game, right? And that's why you release the Marcus Phoenix collection well before, so that everybody gets a chance to play them, platinum them, do, or not platinum, Jesus, uh, play them, get their thousand out of thousands if you can get seriously 1.0 and 2.0. Places you guys are like, we're getting gears! Yeah, Sorry. right. Sorry. You know, and get that achievement. Anybody got that achievement? Hey, anybody in the chat, please. Please the tell me to yes. If, if anybody's got seriously 2.0 or seriously 3.0, because that is... That that deserves a round of applause and a shout out for. I think I have seriously one point or the first seriously one, but I think everybody has that. But uh, yeah, no, no, no. But two yeah, point yeah. oh and on. Woo! So what is it? You, you know have to I mean? kill fifty thousand locusts oh, or something. Dude, it's it's not just that. It's like it, the list is like this long of all the things you got to do to to get that uh, achievement. But um, shout out anyways. to Red Red, Red yeah. shout out to Red Wolf in the chat. I was talking to him before the show. I'm like install gears four forget the old ones we're gonna play them i got a, a hot take i don't think sure, gears, yeah, yeah let me hear it let me hear it i don't think gears ultimate looks nice at all i don't it doesn't look nice to me and now it's up to 4k but it just it looks so bland and just needs an update really bad and uh gears 2 looks a little better and then i was playing gears 3 a couple years ago I think after Gears 5, I went back and played Gears 3 again. I'm like, these just don't feel as good as 4 or 5. 4 or 5, the movement and the gun and the aiming. It's like, and I was, so I was playing horde again. mode on Gears 5 right up until we went on the show. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've, I'm so rusty on this, but it just feels so good. Here's my hot take about Gears 6. We'll get into Gears 6 right now. Everyone's really upset about 
Kate being the main character. There's a lot of people who don't like that it's about Kate Diaz, that it's not about the Phoenix family anymore. There's a canon ending that everybody's worried about. Here's my hot, crazy take that the Coalition should do with the story moving forward. Uh, yes, Wild Samurai, they should bring Cliffy B in, absolutely. 100%. I think they should spend the first two hours wrapping Kate's story and then continue forward. How do you do this? Like, this was my first idea, and maybe it's just too jarring. But spend the first two chapters of the game wrapping up Kate's story and making closure with where she is in her family history and what's gone on, and then do a flashback segment, and now the rest of Gear 6, the rest of the 6 or 8-hour campaign, 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 is the Marcus Phoenix prequel. Like when he first joined the COG, when he was young, before he got thrown in prison, and you start Gears from there. A whole reboot of the game, young Marcus Phoenix, before the do-rag even. I don't know, whatever it's got to be, but and make it gritty, make it punchy, and make it scary. That's what I want. That's what I want. Because I think people are kind of feeling the same thing, Mag, with, with Halo, they didn't like the way Halo 5 story went, and they kind of just closed it up halfway through and kind of pushed their own way to the next part of the story. So, I don't know. What do you think, Mag? Am I crazy? No. Well, you know what the thing is? I What I don't like that writers do, and uh, game directors do it a lot, um, is they paint themselves into a corner with characters. And that's a really stupid thing to do. Like, for example, if you want to take, like, the proper way to do anything, you take a Simpsons, you take a Family Guy, those kind of things, and you mm -hmm. know what they do with those? They keep them eternal. Bart is always <laughs> eight years old. Yeah, I love that. For 34 years, he's eight years old. He didn't grow up. He didn't become an old man. They didn't paint them. And then you know what they keep doing? They paint themselves into this corner, and then all of a sudden they're like, well, now what do we do? Now they try to write their way out of it. And then they write the stories in directions that nobody cares about, right? And that's why we had the problem with Kate. That's why we had the problem with all that stuff. They should have just kept it Marcus Phoenix forever. Yes, you could have side characters, side quests. You could have had the Kate storyline, but, you know, but from, through the eyes of Marcus Phoenix, right? Keep the, especially in video games, because they're not real people. Right, right. Keep, like keep them eternally the same age so you can write stories forever but by doing what they've done you made marcus an old man he's practically he's not useless but he's not what he was how all old the other is people he? are dead oh uh, wow i would say he's probably in his 60s in the game wouldn't you think like in gears 5 yeah, Somewhere yeah around i there. think so like, yeah that's what i was he saying. should have been 30 he should have been 40 years old forever that's it and you keep him the same age, him and his cronies. Yeah, some die here, some die there. That's part of the thing. But they stay the same, and you know what? Then you could continue to write great stories, and you could still, like I said, you could still have the Kate story in there. You could still have all those things, but it's through the eyes of Marcus Phoenix helping Kate it's, on her way, and she's like, you know what I mean? She's the but it's too late for, for that. I mean, isn't it too late I to know. do that? And that's why, that's why I have ma massive disagreements with the way writers do things, because if you're going to write an open-ended thing, like, for example, video games, right as one medium that you could keep as open-ended look at marvel how badly did they screw themselves with endgame right yeah i mean but the actors, the actors are getting old yes they are they are but you know what they could have done 
they could have rebooted without with, with different with different actors playing the same part. What that you couldn't find another guy to play Black Panther? You had to go in the direction that literally well, nobody he wanted away. to go. I know, but yeah. you couldn't find someone else to play T'Challa after that. Yeah. For crying out loud. You know what I mean? You could keep these characters going forever. James Bond has had how many people play James Bond? Yeah. What are we talking uh, about here? Four, you know what I'm saying? So five. I don't like what they've done. So yeah, I, no, more than that, I think. It's gotta be a, more more actors than that that play James. Either way, it doesn't matter. The point is, is that they keep doing that, right? In the story with gears, it should they should have continued on from where they left off from three yeah. and then carry on from there. And you could, like I said, you could have had all those stories. They could have been the catalyst for those stories, but you would have kept the focus on a 40 year old Marcus Phoenix so that you don't write him out of the thing. What's going to happen after gear six. Now what's going to happen. There's no more Marcus Phoenix. What is he going to be 80 years old? You know, I'll well, get you in my cane. Like what I mean, is he going to do with that? Part? Through the Gears story. Some, a couple of key characters have left the story. Uh, have like had their end and i'll save right. that for people who haven't played through the gears games sure sure sure. i know what you, i know what you're talking about yeah yeah you have to be really super careful and and when i'm you're talking about this sitting i think about this these sitcoms when they're like jenny has to go off to college because she can no longer play a 15 year old uh when the when they're in like their eighth season but this isn't the same thing in the video game so why did the coalition say all right, we finished Gears 3. We're going to make our first game with Gears 4 and we're going to have Marcus Phoenix's son. We're going to they fast forwarded on purpose. 25 years or whatever it was. Uh, I don't right. know how old JD is supposed to be. But yeah, they fast forward 25 to 30 years and then when you play Gears 5, you fast forward another few years. So, interestingly, yeah. interestingly enough, Mag, the the poll I put up did not go the way I thought it would. I said, "What do you want for Gears 6?" A Marcus prequel or a Kate closure story, and fifty-two percent are saying yeah, Kate closure tied. story, which I'm well, surprised. Well, you know what? Because yeah, but you know the thing is though, at this point, you've already got two games with her story in it. You might as well close the door on it and just finish it. Uh, it's 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 somewhat interesting, but it, it's it's. It's, it's okay. It's not bad. It's not a bad story, but it's not a great story to me. And I'm like, okay, well, we just wasted three games with this story that, like, you know, people are kind of lukewarm on. You know what I mean? Like, people are yeah. going nuts for the story. I mean, like, the campaign's so, so great, and the and the way that Dell and Kate interact is so well done, and the way the yes. bombshells are dropped um, are so well done. But when you step back and look at the story, you're like, oh, yeah. But I mean, that's and it's got nothing it to do with her being like a female or anything. I actually prefer to play as females in all the games I play anyway. I, and she's I, a great character, I, I think. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yep. Yeah. Whenever I get to choose a character, I never choose a male character. I always choose a female character and I design it myself. Yeah. I, I prefer it that way. Uh, ever since I've been playing action adventure games. What do you do when you get to the booty slider? Ago. Do you go all the way up or do you try to t <laughs> tailor it back just a little bit? I tailor it back a little bit. Come on, you got to go medium. Kind of go medium. Not too much. Not too little. Medium but, high uh, or or special. Nick in the no, chat no, no, says straight, straight medium. <laughs> You're a medium medium booty kind of guy, aren't you? Aren't you, Meg? Uh, special Nick in the chat says hi. Buster shows 
that you can have a gear spinoff and still get a great game. I just yeah. read that. Yes, he's not wrong. But would that have sustained itself for three games? Like a trilogy? Because that was a snippet. That was a great little side story, which was a wonderful... I loved High Busters. Because mm-hmm. Gears 4, I was kind of like, eh. Remember, yeah. you know, because I was get, I was starting to get pissed off. I'm like, how many robots am I going to have to fight now? Like, I'm just getting tired of this, right? But, and then Gears 5 did better. But I got to say, High Busters was the, the crown jewel for me, for this new trilogy, is High Busters. It was great story, great characters, great backstory. You know how they have the little banter where they, where they learn about each other and, like, what they've been through and, and everything else and the reasons why they're the, there? That was great. And the opening scene when he kicks him out of the... Uh out of the helicopter he flips them off like it was like yeah, oh that yeah. was so cool like they have such great um establishment there but the, i don't know i don't even remember the names of those characters i played that like two three years ago but i still really yeah. love that three hour piece of uh it was wonderful it was a great little story like you could have gears of war stories in the future i don't know you could have all these different things that they could do there's a lot of things that they could have done should have done would have done especially with the game pass model i've talked about this forever if you're gonna have gears why even bother releasing a whole gears game once every five years or four years or whatever why don't you release a hive busters twice a year you know what i mean I thought, short yeah like gears of war stories and you keep people engaged excuse me you keep people engaged in game pass Going back, play. Remember when Phil talked about that having episodic content and Game Pass to keep people subscribed month after month with the gaming? That never happened. None of that happened. And like you know, they could have done cool stuff like that. I would have loved like a whole subgenre of one to two hour experiences once every six months called Gears of War stories or something, right? And then have like yeah. a Hive Busters adventure you could play with your friends twice a year, something to look forward to. You know what I mean? And, and like an ongoing, like, you know, games as a service, you know, live, you know, multiplayer, whatever, and have it just thriving as a, one big community as opposed to individual games. You know what I mean? I think, like, I don't know, whatever. I think the problem with Coalition and, and your ideas are super great, and I'm, I'm sure everybody's on board with those, but all I've heard about the Coalition over the past three years is that they're helping State of K3, they're helping Undead Labs, they were working, helping the Unreal Engine uh, creation and cultivation of Unreal Engine 5. They were also helping with the demo, the Matrix demo, and they've sent experts from the coalition to help on other games and help other studios. And I'm like, where's the time to do your amazing idea and to have them make these short three to five hour expansions? But maybe the rest of us would rather have them not work on smaller stuff and just get ready to bring Gears 6 out because gear, gear six i'm just reality brainstorming in, what's that i see people in the chat i'm, I'm, I'm like i'm saying we're just brainstorming sure. ideas here. yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah. you know yeah, we see, don't know anything chat, yeah. you know getting pissy pants what i'm saying i'm like i'm not talking about big expansions twice a year i'm talking about little snippet like little episodic things like what was that game that came out um the hell was it called um life is strange yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know how they like little things like that. Like, I'm just, I'm not talking these, you know, and, you, and you, of course you can have the big monster experiences, the big ones, but after six, where are you going? You right. know what I mean? Where are you going yeah. after that? That's, that's the bigger question is where are we going with this after that's all said and done? Cause now you're closing the book on not only Kate, you're most likely closing the, the door on anybody who survived, you know, the, 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 the first six games, right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, your Marcus Phoenix and everything else, you're not going to, the only choice, and this is something I actually said for Last of Us 3, uh, go backwards. 
go backwards. Yeah, you going forward doesn't story. really work. Um, and, that, and this is what I'm getting at. They painted themselves. They keep painting themselves in the corner with bad writing. It's just you're you're just you're 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 handcuffing yourself to a narrative that you won't be able to write your way out of. And when you try, it just looks like you're you're going by the seat of your pants, and it, and it, and it's just and you're forcing it's amateur. it. Yeah. yeah, it's for you're forcing it, and it's amateur, and people don't like it. Say what you want. You can live in whatever echo chamber you want, but people aren't happy with it. You know what I mean? And so, uh, like, there it is. I'm trying to think of examples where a trilogy really carries its way through because even for the most part, the original Gears, Gears trilogy, that they almost can stand up on their own. Like, nothing really has to carry forward other than the same crew working together again. But they get really heavy. As games now, they're really story-based and heavy with the writing. So... I have to go back and I'll go back and finish gears five and play it again. I mean, cause I've played it twice and I need to go back and see how the ending leaves you hanging and wondering where it go it's going to go next. Um, Darth vicious, good friend in the chat. He's still rocking the, uh, the uh, profile picture that I drew of him and his, and it, the nicknames of his kids uh, are in the drawing. It's probably hard to see, but yeah, that's so cute. Darth vicious is a good guy. He says, kill Kate off man and make marcus's son become an evil villain and marcus has to decide what to do uh, <laughs> that's crazy i don't know what they're going to do and i can't talk about it because i know people in the chat haven't finished gears five but um the coalition has to decide if they're going to give you two ways to play the game or if they're going to decide what is canon based on their own decision um oh yeah but, that's a good point yeah, yeah that is I a good we, point I think we talked about that last week briefly about the canon, yeah. picking the canon ending. But for anybody um, in the chat who knows, you know, you know what we're talking about here. Yeah, well, yeah. we're not gonna, you know, just in case there's new people to the ecosystem, you never know, right? Yeah, I know and some by people. The, way, oh, the game's been out for years, but there's new people that come every day, right? So, um, I got a new TV. I, I've never had a 65 inch TV before, and I got it mostly all calibrated up. And when I played Gears Five on it today, I was like, yeah. I had a great, I have a great OLED that I replaced. All right. uh, this is another great one, but I forgot how amazing Gears Five looks. Oh my gosh, it looks so good. And Jez Corden says that he's he said that people that he's talked to that have seen the game says Gears Six looks insane. Yeah, you know, he was sitting next to me in the lobby of the hotel um, when I finally got to meet him in June, and he was like, "Bro, I heard." Gear six looks insane and they wanted to show it, but they're not ready. Sure, yeah. And they said soon. So, I, yeah. you know, and special Nick was in the chat. He says, I don't think they're going to show it at the, uh, at the game awards. And I really hope they do. And if they've got anything they, ready, they should, they should. Yes. They really yeah. should. Don't wait for, you know, the thing is at the end of the day, when Xbox has its own event, it's a niche event because you're not going to get yeah. 80 million people, whatever, plus watching the Xbox event. Get you real. get 15 million views or something uh, overall, all your platforms, but not like the Game Awards. Not like the Game Awards. So you know what? If you want a maximum, and I, when I say niche, I mean niche compared to like the Game Awards in terms of in terms of the engagement it gets. Are you insane? That's where you want you. That's where you got to do it. And if you you're coalition, Mag, what do you want? If you're the studio working on gears, more more, more money. <laughs> <laughs> Did you try the lasagna? We want raises. We like... want raises, not pizza parties. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I've seen, oh, I've seen that raise? joke. I see that joke. It's like when they can't afford to give you a raise, so they just throw you a pizza party. Um, yeah. 
Like if you're a coalition and you like you want to show that at the biggest place. If you're a performer, yeah. a creator, like when I used to sing all the time, like I wanted more people there. You don't want to sing in front of eight people. No. It's awkward. And the thing is, when you're doing an when you're doing an Xbox event, specific Xbox event, who are you attracting? You're attracting the Xbox fans. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. But that's not who you're after. Because when you announced Gear Six, the Xbox fans were already going to be there, so you're literally just you're you're you're, well, you're twenty four percent well, yeah, <laughs> you're you're creating a redundant event, like you're going to reveal something at a show that people were already going to play anyway because they're already in the ecosystem, yeah. so that's not how you grow your business. How do you do it? You're supposed to show it the people who do not play on Xbox. That's what you're trying to do. Yes, thank you. That's like, why you need to be at the Game Awards. Yeah, You're marketing like, to the people who are not quite convinced that they need to even bother with the Xbox ecosystem, you. or should they be excited about Gear 6? Then it's on that big screen, or it's on that huge stream with all those people, and they're like, man, Gear yes. 6 looks fire. I gotta say, Special Nick uh, piped up in the chat and said, I would love to be wrong. I do think, he says, I'm saying they should, I just don't know if they will, and I'm 100% in agree with, agreement with him. I probably, I probably feel the same way. I'm not sure they will, but they absolutely should. And I'm glad he said it that way because that really needs to be said. And it really goes along with, we're not going to even, I don't think we're going to even get into the Xbox tax today because um, we've been going on too long and it just gets so negative. But if you take anything from anything Meg and I have said about the Xbox tax, it is really about Xbox needs to go above and beyond. All right, let me say this. I actually did have a couple of bullet points I wanted to cover because over the past 10 years, I've got some bullet points down here. Over the past 10 years, Xbox has been behind the curve. They've done great things, but they haven't done things to the level of their competition in a lot of, a lot of ways when it comes to their games from first party. Now they've done really great things, but they put out a great game and there's always a caveat. I'm just going to take the, take the reins here for a second. Okay. Xbox always puts out a really great game. The media gives them high marks, especially the past like three to five years. If you look back at first party created Xbox owned games, they are always highly rated from the games media that you guys, and sometimes I think, well, they are very biased. They, they like PlayStation more than they like Xbox, but they've always given them their due. Their games are in the 80s. They're in the mid 80s. Sometimes they're in the low 90s. And that's a fact that you have to understand that even IGN, for the most part, has liked a lot of games that Xbox creates. So, but, the, but their games always come out with a caveat, like, this is amazing, but this is amazing, but it's missing this. This is amazing, but it was delayed too far. This didn't have this or that. But when you step back, Xbox's games usually offer way more than the competition. A big campaign, a chance to play that campaign in co-op, a big multiplayer suite. It has the whole package. The Xbox has to push even harder. Now, when you talk about media bias, you have to understand that you're looking at reader service. It's as simple as this. Reader service meaning you're serving the large majority of the people that are going to come click and, and give you the, the ad revenue and the traffic for your article or your video or whatever it is from the games media. Now, remember, for 25 years, the PlayStation has been delivering the de facto uh, the tissue or the Kleenex brand right, of, of tissues, right? They've been the PlayStation, right? They've always done things. So you're looking at journalists who've grown up the most part of their life loving PlayStation and watch them do great things. Now, for 10 years, 
Xbox did amazing things during the 360, and then for another six or eight years, they were kind of not doing a whole lot. So as a games journalist saying, hey, I think the best place, the best gaming platform is the PlayStation. You'll hear them say things like that because Xbox has been behind the curve. So media bias doesn't always equal the tax. The last thing I'm going to say, Meg, in this little speech is that Xbox has all the money, all the resources, all the studios, the best leadership. They have the best flexibility and value and best ecosystem of gaming. It's up to us as the fans to say, hey, make that work for you. Get out there and earn that. And we'll, we're, we're not going to worry about the game's media tax or the Xbox tax. We should be pushing them to use those trillions of dollars that they have with Microsoft to do amazing things. And I think, yeah, maybe a little bit. If I'm going to side with you guys on the Xbox tax, maybe Xbox has to work a little harder. And even Phil said they have to work a little harder. But I think it's because they've been in a dip for longer than anybody else in this gaming platform. That's my speech. You're not wrong. And that's something that I've always said is that the reason they're like, oh, well, why do they have to work harder? Because they're not putting out a consistently good product. That's what it ends up. They have amazing snippets here. Then they have mm -hmm. amazing snippets here. But then they have a year where they just tank. And then they have another year where they just tank. And then, the, and then they come back. And then they have a great set of games. You're like, wow, what a great yeah. year. And then the next year they tank. And then the next year they do great. And I'm like, and the, the, the problem with that is that you get people in and then you lose them. And then you got people in and you lose them. And so what's happening is it's the standard thing of one step forward, two steps back, right? By the way, Big Boy Barry says, why would uh, he says, why would non-gamers be watching the Game Awards? That is 100% not what I said. I said, mm. you're trying to attract non-Xbox gamers. Yes. yes. You're trying to get PC, Nintendo, and PlayStation people excited about Xbox games. Not non-gamers. We're talking about that. That's Those other people are watching the awards, too. Those are the ones that you're trying to attract with a big splash to go and say, holy crap, I got to get Game Pass for that. That looks hot. Yeah. That looks amazing. That's what, And that's what the other companies have done successfully. When they showed Breath of the Wild on, on, on Nintendo, how many people went and bought a Switch? Or there were people who bought the game and didn't have a Switch yet. You remember that phenomenon? They sold like 20 million copies of the of, of the game and there weren't even enough uh, um, uh, switches to go around. But people were buying the game before the they were, before they even had the console. That is the kind of splash they need to make, right? Same thing with 2018 God of War or whatever else, right? People lined up to go buy and of course the the the, the Spider-Man. Remember the Spider-Man Black Friday? People were buying 4, 5, 6 at a time when it was down to 199 or whatever. That those are the kind of splashes you got to make. Now, I'm not saying console sales, but we're talking, you know, Xbox is going in a different direction. They're going yep. online. They're going with Game Pass, that kind of thing. If you can get that, if you can have 2021 consistently, the 2021 year that Xbox had, if you can have that every year, now, now you're running with the big dogs, right? They had, just like you said, Colt, they got the money, they got the resources, they got the power, they got yep. the developers, they got the studios, they've got the backing of the company, the the corporation, they've got all of that. They have to now stay out of those major dips, too. Like, yes, that's what I'm saying. You've got to stay out of the dips, man. You cannot. You cannot. And that's why they have to work harder, because they're still trying to win people over. The other ones have already won people over multiple times over multiple generations. 
you know? And the last time that Xbox did it consistently was the Xbox 360, and that is why people still talk about the 360 to this day. Because yeah, they, they were banging on all cylinders. Rocked. They, they consistently rocked the house. They even had the red ring of death, and that couldn't even take the console down. <laughs> yeah, that's You know true. what I'm saying? Yeah. They couldn't even yeah. take the console down with the red ring of death, and it still rocked the house year after year after year of consistency. And that is the thing. When people ask me what are the best restaurants, because, you know, I've been in the business almost 30 years. In, in hospitality and, and everything else, right? Mm-hmm. They said, what is the best, what are the best qualities of the best restaurants and the best hotels and the best hospitality? And you know what I say? It's all about consistency. That's all it is. So that when someone comes in and has a dish and say, God damn it, that was the best whatever I had, and they go back there six months later and it's not exactly what they had the last time, you failed. Yeah. And you lose that customer. And that is exactly the analogy that I wanted to leave everybody with tonight. And it's not a negative, it's a positive. It's something, now they've got everything in place, they've got ABK, they've got the Bethesda, they've got all that other stuff, it's all ready to rock. Now you gotta, sh- now you gotta do it. Now you've got, to, you've got all the stuff there, put it on paper. Put it on the table, mm-hmm. let's, let's eat. Put it on the table, you got all the food on the stove, put it on the table, it's time to eat. And let's do it consistently, and then they won't have to work so hard. Once they now- prove, they can consistently do it. Well, well said. The consistent thing is so important because we're as fans of anything, we're very, very fickle. Like think about music when a band puts out a great debut album and then the next one kind of sucks. And then the third one's pretty good. You're like, ah, I guess I don't really like third eye blind as much as I thought I did. Right. And that's how you get. And I was a big fan back in the day, but, uh, it really is about that consistency. Now, let me give you the other side of this really quick because Jason Lawan said they've got 40 plus studios. There's no excuses and absolutely right. And I think something like Redfall will probably never happen again after they got burned so hard. I don't think Xbox will allow a game that they've seen look undercooked, bite them in the rear end like they did. And they, and they, they made that choice and I, I think they'll never make that choice again. So maybe games just get delayed a little longer, but I'll say the same thing. Destin said, Xbox has a far better, higher bar quality of roadmap games coming the rest of the generation. But I think it'll take them the rest of the generation to completely eliminate what you guys feel is the Xbox tax. And you know what? I'm with you about five points out of 100 when it comes to like a Metacritic score or an Open Critic score. Maybe there is a little bit of, of an Xbox tax. Maybe it drops a game down five points. And maybe we've seen that uh, be calculatable where you can see it. And I do feel that a little bit, but I also feel like the Xbox tax is an excuse for Xbox to say, Hey, you know what? We got to work harder. Yeah, absolutely. You have to work harder, but the games they have come in the rest of the generation look far more bright and promising than what PlayStation's shown. And most of those games are in house, like their own studios, even with call of duty, Modern warfare three being the worst call of duty in ever of the history of call of duties. Xbox is at an 80% out of 100 next to PlayStation's 82% in first-party games this generation. And that says a lot that there are no more excuses. I think Xbox is going to push over this, but it's our job as the fans to say, you need to keep working harder, go above and beyond. And if that means, Meg, showing up at the Game Awards big, puffing your chest out, then gosh dang, you better do it. Of course you do. You have to do it. You have to be at the Game Awards. And you can't. And you know that that year that you talked about, 2022, and Phil sat there, that poor guy, and that look on his face, it was eating him alive like a parasite inside of his body, eating his soul. 
and it was destroying him, and it was destroying yeah. him. It destroyed right? us and, a little bit, right? And it, yeah, and it was yeah, you know what I mean. And so, it, by the way, '80s cartoon villain—that's really funny. <laughs> he said, "Mag hit and the hands after that," and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm Italian. I talk with my hands a lot." Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. the thing is, it pained him to do so. But you know what? You got to keep coming back. You can't just give up. You got to keep going. You got to keep putting stuff out there, and you got to be consistent, uh, not only with the product but also with the marketing. Another example, last one I'll give. Coca-Cola. Who the hell doesn't know what Coca-Cola is? But what is in every single ad when you're watching a movie on TV or you're watching a TV show or you're watching the Super Bowl or you're watching the, the, the World Series or the NBA championships? Okay. It sells what is always, <laughs> But what is every commercial for Christ's sake? Every a time there's a commercial A Pepsi break, or a Coke commercial when you don't even need one, right? don't need one they've been around for 130 years for crying yeah. out loud you know when they actually used to have cocaine by the way we're gonna bring that back hey eh? uh, i want uh, never mind voting for hogwarts i want uh, this vote to put cocaine back in coca-cola um anyways the thing are you is, gonna finish is your is coke that... yeah <laughs> hold on a second oh woo! It's a, uh, zing anyway. yeah no kidding that's what gaz is doing right now yeah <clears throat> yeah he's like this souls bro souls bro yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, in all seriousness, Gaz, I, I hope you heard all that. Um, Coca-Cola doesn't need to advertise, but they yeah. keep doing it. Why? Because you're continuously marketing to people who've never had Coca-Cola. There are yeah. people who've never had it. My daughter's never had it, right? And yeah, so, keep it away from her, she, would you? She's just a child, right? But she's never had it, right? So who are they marketing to? They got to keep marketing and marketing. They got to keep that marketing machine going because you're going to try and rope in more people. They're not doing these advertisements for us. Like, D Gear 6, Colt, are they trying to sell you on an Xbox? We're on an Xbox podcast, for Christ's sake. We're not going anywhere. Yeah, you I don't need to sell Gear they... 6 to me. I'm going to play it when no. it comes out. Yeah. Right, we're going to play it when it comes out. Okay? We're going to play it when it comes out. That's all there is to it. They're not, you don't have to market to us. You have to market to the people who don't know what Gears is. Hey, uh, or little... the younger generation. Or my son, who's never played Gears. Right? He's never yeah. played Gears. But, you know, he wasn't old enough to do that yet. You know, I wasn't about to have, you know, you know, a little child sit there with a chainsaw and cut, a guy, uh, you know, cut a guy's skull in half. Uh, you know what I mean? With a chainsaw. So I wasn't about to have him do that. But, you know, there are there is going to be a point in time where he will be old enough to do that stuff. And he's going to want to. So that's who you that's who you have to keep marketing. And that's why you got to keep yeah. doing it. So, yeah. Game Awards. I look forward to it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have lots to talk about when it happens. I mean, I think they're going to have something to show. And gosh, I hope that that what Jez Corden heard about soon really means Game Awards. And maybe a little, maybe just a little, a little bit, of, maybe a little bit of that is for the list wars or for the fan fans to like, you know, do their own puff into the chest and say, "Hey, look, they showed gears. Gears blew everybody away. Looks insane. Looks like it's going to be big. Maybe or maybe it looks like it's going to return to form. Like that's just kind of important too, because then you." This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. 
got the fans that were already going to buy it. They already own the Xbox, like you said. They were already going to play Gears, but then they're out there doing the word of mouth marketing for you because it was in front of all those people. Maybe even get some of the diehard PlayStation fans are like, man, Gears 6 looks kind of fire. And that's a really good thing Dude, to hear. I've got PlayStation tons of PlayStation games. fans. I got tons of... <laughs> I got tons of PlayStation uh, friends and fans and people in, in in that in that community, whatever else. Right? If they ask me, if I'm talking to one of them in a chat or something, like, "Hey, what are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh man, I was just playing that Gear Six. Man, it's ridiculously good." Or this and that. You're exposing it to a whole other side of people who may or may not be involved in that ecosystem. They might be like, "Well, if Mag loves it. You know, maybe I should check it out because we have similar tastes in games or whatever." Right? Even if we're on up, you know, even if we're playing on the PlayStation, they'll mm -hmm. consider that. Why, you know, I didn't buy a PS4 right away. I had PS1, PS2, PS3 pretty much near the launch. Well, I had one and two from launch. Part three, I got it when it was available. And then part four, I waited, I think, like two years before I got it, right? But it took yeah. those couple of years before I was like, God, you know, they got some awesome games over there. I got to get this thing now. And I got it around Uncharted 4, right? And then Same. never looked back. Same, yeah. You, you know what I mean? So. It's so. I mean, they don't have to sell me on a PlayStation, but there was a there was a specific point in time where I was like, well, now I can't deny having a PlayStation Four. So I did, and I got that. That's what they need to do. Where people, and of course, you don't have to buy an Xbox. All you have to do is find an avenue to be able to get your waiting the Game Pass, right? And so you'd be like, oh man, now I gotta subscribe. This is a game that I can't ignore or whatever, right? And that's what they need to do. That's that's it. Yeah. There's no mystery to this. There's no mystery to this. It's not hard. It's just it's marketing. Not hard. It's just just marketing. You just got to do it. And you got to bring people in yeah. with a quality product. That's it. I mean, I think anyway. we're seeing Xbox be more bold, but they sure cowered down last year when they were when the chips were down. Gamer by Choice with a $5 says, not every gamer cares about the awards, guys. I stopped watching awards shows years ago. Just wait for Fair. people to make videos about them. Yeah, Gamer, you can check out yeah. if I report on the big reveals for the game awards, but because Jeff Keeley uses it as a platform to do reveals so he can get ad revenue, get people to watch the awards. It's kind of the other way around. Like people aren't watching it for the awards. They may be watching for the game of the year. Maybe. I mean, that really happens in a minute. I think they're there to watch what is revealed and what's being celebrated more than anything. So I really do feel like the game of the year awards, the entertainment part is really for us, but the awards go to the developers. Dub with a $10 super. Thank you so much, Dub. He says, so interesting to hear different opinions about the games we love. I love the Gears 5 story as it dove more into the Locust lore, but I felt they played it too safe with gameplay in Gears 4 and 5, in my opinion. And I Dub, think so. I agree with that. Yeah. They, they added some things, and they, they added a bunch of, you know, they doubled up the weapons you could use, but even, especially in 4, Coalition said we just had to make sure that we could make a Gears game, and we did yeah, play it that, safe. I'm, they admitted that's it. right. They played it very. Yeah, they admitted it out loud that they made it a very safe, middle of the road kind of game and whatever. But yeah, it is what it is. You know what? Listen, do you have more super chats? Because I was going to say more. one funny thing is go ahead, right, go for it, go for it. Go, no, go ahead. No, because you're on. I was going to say the only thing that we got to worry about now, not worry about. We only think we're going to think about when it comes to this game awards, and this is something that we should all be thinking about because I think this is going to be the hottest story that I think that everybody's missing. Who has the marketing rights to GTA 6? That's going to be the big question. And that is what's going to move. You know, uh, that, that's going to be a big mover and shaker in terms of the trajectories of where the consoles are going in the future. So it's going to be very interesting to see. Who I think gets it may be PlayStation. Marketing. Well, I think it may be. 
I, they had, I'm just I think saying, they had GTA be, 5, and I think they had Red Dead 2. So, Yes, yeah. they did. Yeah. Oh, this is a cool question from the doctor. Thank you so much for the hey! Canadian $7. He says, That's my cousin, by the way. Oh, okay. He's got a question for you, and you probably already know the answer oh. I was going to ask. He says, Great show, boys. Mag, should I buy my ex-girlfriend's kid a present for Christmas? Any ideas? Ex-girlfriend. No! What are you, crazy? No! She's not even talking to you right now. She stopped talking to him like two months ago, and he's like, it was like, it's her birthday coming up. Should I message her? I'm like, no! She stopped talking to you, and it's your ex for crying out loud. And she has a child? Are you out of your mind? Chat, can you tell him what's what? Tell him what's what? The child gets nothing. It's got nothing to do with you. It's not even yours. How much... It? How much does the Joe doctor? Dunmore? What's up, buddy? <laughs> how much does the doctor feel that he's going to win her back? And how much of that is reality? Welcome to the relationship podcast with Meg. And go. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Listen, I know the woman that he's talking about. I actually know who she is. It's not going to happen, doctor. Okay, it's not going to happen. So don't even think about buying her son or her child anything. Does or, whatever you, you're not involved. Now the, the we're both dads. The father yeah. in me is like, does this boy or child have... No uh, relationship to him whatsoever. Okay. Does this child have someone that's going to buy him or her birthday or Christmas presents? Like, is I that part know. handled? I don't... I'm, well, I'm sure like like other people, maybe not a man, but certainly other people in the in the, in, in, in the family, sure. Yeah, if, if, if the child is no going to get... there's no relationship between him and... No relationship? Between him and no, that. no, it's not like okay. it's not like the little kid says, "Are you my dad now?" Nothing like that. They don't hang out. They don't play catch. So there's no relationship whatsoever. It's to curry a favor with uh, with the yes. child to to try get curry a favor with the with the girl. Yeah, I think there skip it. Go. I think skip it. Even skip though I it. don't. Yeah, I think skip it. Save your money and buy RoboCop because <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to buy RoboCop tonight. I think um, that's it's, it's interesting. <laughs> When, when what a way question, to end the show. Yeah, I when, when that question comes up, I'm thinking, man, to deal with that stuff, like you get no, no, different it's problems. To see, it's heartbreaking yeah. to see children yeah, that are abandoned yeah. or not taken care of or whatever. I can't stand that stuff. That's the one thing that drives me and say, I'll uh, like I the 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 psycho in me comes out when I find that the kids are not treated well and everything else like yeah. that. I'm a lunatic for that stuff. And I'm a savage. If anybody, uh, you know, hurts a child mentally, physically, anything like that, no, 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 no. You ain't going to make it if I get my hands on you. But the thing is, at the end of the day, if you have literally nothing to do with this child and you're just using it as some kind of leverage to get her back, hell no. You're going to be out 30 bucks and uh, and then the, there won't be anything that comes of that, I don't think. But if that child, like, did not have any anybody that was going to, you know, get the poly Pocket or whatever kids play with these days... I don't. I don't know. Buy him some robux. Buy him some robux or something. I don't know. That was that was a that was a news article this week that like ninety percent of children want digital yes. games. They don't want physical or they want you know uh, currency Cur for robux they want or currency. stuff like that. Yeah, they absolutely. My kids, Those <laughs> my kids have two Christmas uh, you know Santa lists on the fridge, right? Yeah, and they write down all the stuff that they want. Dear Santa, blah blah blah, and they write all their stuff down. And what's on it? On both of them? Robux. Yeah. They, yeah, my they, kids they, do the they, same they, thing. We, we get the Fortnite card or whatever, and we, we throw it in the, yeah, in the yeah, stocking. With the, the V-Bucks, like yep. a V-Bucks yep. card or whatever. But they, they specifically ask for Robux on theirs because Roblox, I know it's always been big, but it's getting even bigger now. Mm -hmm. And so it, 
and it's getting really good. Like actually, the quality of games that the, that these independent developers are putting on there are actually quite remarkable. My kid played it for like eight hours uh, during Thanksgiving weekend one day with his friend, and then when he got off the computer, he's like, "What?" I'm like, "Hey, yeah. buddy, <laughs> buddy, you Earth, to, Earth to Sun, are you there?" He's like, "What? Oh my gosh." <laughs> It's so funny, by the way, we're talking about this, trying to wrap this show up, and people are still telling the doctor, like, no, man, just walk away. <laughs> yeah, so he said, give that money to a food bank. Yeah. We, we, yeah, uh, there you go. Do that. Yeah. Do that. Do that. Help somebody out, especially these days, man. T times are hard for a lot of people out there. Yeah. I, we really appreciate you guys, and I know the Xbox tax stuff is not fun to hear, and, and um, I'm not too worried about it, honestly. I think Xbox is going to start doing really good, great stuff as these games come out. And, you know, it's going to take a while for the media to come around to it. And maybe there's your Xbox tax. Maybe the media isn't going to love Xbox like they like the darlings that they love PlayStation. But and that's just going to how it's how it's going to be for a couple of years. But oh, well, I guess it sucks. It does suck. Like, I hear it. I hear it, Mag. This has been what a great show. We really appreciate you guys um, for everything you do, Mag. It's so good to have you here. Sometimes when I get the show, I get the little jitters before I start the show. And then I know Mag's going to be here and, and he's going to make everything okay. Or worse, one of the two. It's, it, there's no in between. There's no in between with me. It's either okay or bad. Or just this so. derailment train on fire landing into a, uh, a a puppy factory uh, yeah. that are all in their eggs. Uh, we really appreciate you guys. This has been a good show. This is episode one twenty seven. I'll have this up on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts after I eat. I will sit down and do timestamps. But I have a feeling that the the whole timestamps is just going to be like, "Did you try the lasagna? Is it still yeah, hot outside?" Exactly. Thanks a lot, guys. We appreciate it. I'll get 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 the outro going. Meg, tell everybody uh, what's going on and where they can find you and, uh, yes. you know, all that stuff. Uh, did you catch the game last night? That was another one he said. Um, yeah, listen, it's been a pleasure. We'll be here, ne we'll be here next week. I am still uh, behind the scenes working on something special. I got something else coming up. Uh, also, I will be doing sometime uh, next month, I will be doing a Christmas special show uh, and I'm not going to announce with who or where or when. It's going to come soon. But I'm going to be doing a Christmas special show. It's going to be hilarious. It's going to be two hours of absolute insanity. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So I got a Christmas special coming up. I got some uh, little videos coming up. Uh, I've got a new show coming up. There's all kinds of crazy stuff going on. So uh, there's a lot in the there's a lot cooking for the mag right now. No pun intended, considering my career. But either way. I'll keep you all informed. I'm sorry to be so vague. I'm just waiting to nail everything down. Once it's all down, you'll get the reveals. You'll get everything else. You'll get the announcements. So I'm really looking forward to all that stuff. It's going to be a whole lot of great stuff and a lot of new content coming out uh, at the end of this year and going into 2024. So it's going to be a lot of great time. So anyways, everybody, chat, you guys have been amazing. Every single last one of you, awesome. Love you guys. Uh, and uh, you know what? I look forward to uh, all uh, us trash talking each other all next week and having some fun in the chat. <laughs> so anyways, have a great night. We'll see you guys all next week. Thank you. Thank you, Meg. Uh, keep an eye out. I'll try and get some uh, video content up. Um, I've got a couple ideas I'll work on, but I really appreciate your support and uh, sticking with the channel when times get quiet, but we're having a good time and I really appreciate the community. We're out of here. We'll see you next week and uh, hit the like button on the way out because it's your civic duty. <laughs>